Hey everybody, I'm Mark. And I'm Alex. And this is The The Shot Shot Pod. All right, so we've got a plethora of things to talk about today. One of my favorite words, I have to say. Thank you for using it. <laughs> to, to start things off, uh, we're actually going to talk about one series that was actually announced. And so, do you know of this family that uh, they go by Adam's family? Do you, do you know Do you know who I'm talking about? No, nah, man, you're going to have to explain. You have to dig into this a little bit. Who are the Adams family? I never heard of these. So the I've Adams been living family. under a rock for about 33 <laughs> or 34 years. So, so the Adams family the son hurts. consists of Morticia Adams, Gomez Adams, Fester Adams, It, Cousin It, Thing, Wednesday and Pugsley Adams. What did Christina Ricci play? Which one was she when she played her? She was Wednesday. Oh, I definitely touched myself inappropriately to that. <laughs> so there is a new series coming out, uh, and it's a coming-of-age tale for Wednesday. Well, that's going to be hilarious. <laughs> Not played by Christina Ricci. That's okay. So there, there's a lot of Facebook uh, fake pictures fake posters like beetlejuice 2 yes that's that's actually fake tim burton has said he just hasn't had time to actually line up all the celebrities to do it he would love to do it but when this was going around he was actually working on dumbo i'd be blown away that tim would do that tim's not a not that guy A, a reboot guy i'm surprised he would jump on this bandwagon yeah so that's not happening and another thing that was floating around the internet was johnny depp as gomez and Christina Ricci as Morticia. Also, yep. not happening. So this Adams Fucking family, <laughs> this Adams family, is starring Catherine Zeta Jones as Morticia. Okay, I could. Ooh, hang on. Ooh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, do you know who Luis Guzman is? I recognize the name, but I can't. Have put you a ever seen the, uh, the movie Waiting? The yes, definitely love that movie. So he's he's the Dane Cook was in that movie. Yeah. So Luis Guzman, he's the the Mexican guy. Oh, okay, I know who you're talking yeah. about. So the Batwing. I'm gonna get you with the Batwing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I got you with the goat. Oh, look, it's the brain. So, <laughs> <laughs> so he's actually playing Gomez, which throws me off because I've seen him in a lot of different roles, and I and I can't see him. He's gotta be sexy and like, hey, good, baby, suave. Yeah, I very. I don't see you're right. Him, suave and I don't and, see yeah. him as being suave, but. I've been wrong about things before. Bad flag. We got, I, we got, I, like I did not. I did not believe in Ben Affleck when he was. I, I'm like we're I giving, can't believe we're giving Pattinson a chance. By the way, Pattinson just uh, they got the go ahead for a second Batman movie. Oh, yeah. They haven't even released it. Warner Brothers just greenlighted a Batman, the Batman two. So that's kind of <laughs> neat. We got to give these guys a chance. And there's um, Jenna Ortega as Wednesday. I don't recall anything that she's been in. I'm not a, I mean. No idea who she is. She's a child star, apparently. It'll be released in uh, 2022. There's something else I wanted to revisit. So we talked about ScarJo and Disney's relationship. (laughs) So quick recap on that. Um, Disney is a bunch of assholes, and they decided to rip off a bunch of their actors, and then the actors decided to sue them, and it's just a bunch of chaos. And when he says rip off uh, their actors, he means... Offer them a piece of the box office and then put the movie out on the same day on Disney Plus so that their box office isn't nearly as good as it was without telling them they were going to do that. And nothing in their contract about 
getting the streaming a piece, getting a piece of the Disney Plus. So ScarJo and Disney have reached a settlement. Details have not been unveiled as to what they settled on. Okay. But they must be good as she's going to be making the t- Tower of Terror reboot. That's going to be amazing. I am so excited for that. I hope they can get Emma Stone back on board too because she's suing them over Cruella. Can they get I hope that. Maybe. I'm, we'll I mean, see where that goes. They can win ScarJo over. I mean, she is the, the highest paid actress of all time. You cannot fuck. She is a, a, an empire. She's a franchise. She's not a person anymore. Like ScarJo is fucking acting. And so, therefore, if they can win her over, I'll give the, I got to give them some props. I mean, I think Disney, when I think of Disney, I literally think of like, I don't know, like when I was a kid and I played Sonic and like Robotnik lived in the city with the dirty factories and he just sat and planned on how he was going to take over the world. <laughs> I picture that that's what Disney's like. Like that when you go to down to Florida, there's a part that I just didn't see because I went there for my honeymoon, but like there's a part that you can't get to. Cause it's like Wakanda. It's covered with like, with, with, with lasers <laughs> and, and imaging thermal image or, you know what I mean? Like yeah. uh, some kind of, you know, camouflage imaging. So you can't see it, but if you know where to walk, you go <laughs> and you're on the other side of something and you're in this evil, very much like the matrix, like the Deus Ex Machina scene in the matrix. You're in like that. And it's like, and Mickey Mouse goes, oh, 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 what are you doing here? Are you lost? You know, what I mean? <laughs> that's what I picture. So the fact that, you know, Scarlet did that. She walked, she went through the portal and and Mickey went, Hey, ScarJo, thanks for meeting with us. Sorry about fucking you out of those millions of dollars. Maybe we can sit down and uh, come to an agreement. <laughs> oh boy. And then she I did. Mean, it, it totally just went to a direction of South Park. If you've ever seen Mickey in South Park. That's exactly what it is. Listen, ScarJo, you're going to sign this goddamn contract, okay? And we won't fucking kill you, okay? <laughs> We're going to switch up to uh, some gaming news. Uh, Do you like Fortnite? I definitely love watching younger kids struggle to play Fortnite. Yes. I don't like it. Fuck Fortnite. So Epic Games, uh, (laughs) Fortnite, wanted other means to pay on the Apple platform, not just going through Apple Pay. And Apple was like, no, fuck that. No, if it's on the Apple platform, this is how we do things. And Fortnite was like, fine, you know what? We're pulling our game off your platform. <gasps> so this this was an older thing. That's a big deal. So Yeah, so this was the original fight. And Anybody so, who fucks with Apple, I'm a friend of. Anybody who wants to <laughs> fuck with that horrible, evil company, I'm so, with you. So they actually went to court. And during court, in the end, Fortnite won and was supposed to return to Apple. Well, you need an Apple developer account to develop things for Apple, and Epic Games was just semi-permanently banned off Apple. The reasoning behind it was uh, they're banned until there's no more appeals in court. Okay. And, and they're, they're, that could take years. Yeah, it can take up to five years. Up to so, five. So Apple's like, okay, you know what? You're not on our platform for at least five years until the appeal period is done. And the district court's judge's decision is final. Of course, as it should be, unless you want to go, you know, I don't know, overthrow your government or something. (laughs) Not that I'm saying we should. I'm just saying it's an option. It's an option. That's all. (laughs) So I was kind of uh, teasing you about uh, your boy Blue there. Uh, Some... Some Sonic the Hedgehog. Okay, news. yeah. So, quit. I am a massive Sonic fan. I love Sonic. I, it's it's on my phone. My company is called Supersonic Auto. That I go and fix cars 
And I, uh, it's just, it's kind of, I don't have any tattoos, but if I did get one, it would probably be him going like, fuck you or something like that. <laughs> so I'm a huge Sonic fan. The movie was so good. And I love Jim Carrey and Ben Schwartz and Marsden and all the homies that were in it. It was so cool. The second movie's done filming. Uh, the Rock is supposed to be Knuckles, I've heard. Um, no, Idris Elba. Sorry, Idris Elba. The Rock was good. Yeah, that Idris Elba is the one that they ended up, that was confirmed. I'm super, super excited for all this. Sonic Colors just came out uh, on the PS4 and all the platforms, yeah, all the platforms redone. Yeah. Uh, I, haven't, I don't have it yet, but I can't wait to, to do that because I don't have a Wii, so I never played it originally. So Sonic's got, and the, there's a lot of cool news with him. And he's in the Macy's Day Parade for the first time since 1991 or 92 when the first game came out. Big deal. You know what I mean? Sonic's taken over the fucking world again so much that those assholes at Nintendo had to go, we're going to make a movie too about the guy that did it. In our video games because Sega did it. So now Mario is going to have Chris Pratt and all these other people in a Mario movie. And I'm sure it'll be very funny and I'm sure it'll be good and I'm not trying to talk shit, but Sonic did it first. So we're going to talk job. We're going to talk good about job. that in a second. Playing but Sonic, up. your boy Sonic there, he broke a world record. What? He broke a world record and the earliest copy, like the first wave of the games, while well, somebody had an unopened copy of that from the first wave, and it's sold on golden auctions for four hundred and thirty thousand or four hundred thirty-five four hundred thirty thousand five hundred dollars. The creator, Yuji Naka, questioned the sale, and Ken Golden confirmed it was a legit auction, setting a record for the highest price paid for a Sega Genesis game. Yuji Naka was, of course, the head of the Sonic team. And if you want to get real specific, he is the guy that wrote the algorithm that allows Sonic to run as fast as he does so that the processor although it is a it's, it's running at this many megahertz he doubles it with an algorithm he wrote for the Genesis that is specific to the cartridge so the Sonic cartridge had its own mini processor as well as using the Sega processor so that you could go that fast and he came up with that and that's why they went oh my god give and then he had a, a development team draw the little guy and make him look cute and come up with the backgrounds but the idea of speed and the idea of the game you know the whole fat Russian guy trying to take over you know what i mean and you're you're a little forest animal that's going to win back the day that whole thing is all yuji he was he, that was him so f f that's why he's the guy that they wanted to check and now he's like nothing to do with sega and he never would ever have anything to do with sega again i, just, I don't think i mean the 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 way you were talking about speed there, I just had like a Days of Thunder snippet pop in my head. You have Tom Cruise like, I have a need. A need for speed. Oh my God. As he's prepping in his car and Sonic's just like, all right, all right, tightening his fucking shoes. Tightening his shoes. All right, this little scrawny motherfucking Scientologist over here thinks he's going to beat me, does he? Uh-uh. Mm -mm. <laughs> okay, so we are going to get into uh, Nintendo's announcement for uh, the Mario movie coming out Holiday 2022 so far, from what I know. Mm -hmm. Chris Pratt is Mario. A mm -hmm. lot of people were upset uh, when it came to the voice actor saying, well, why didn't they cast the original voice actor for Here Mario? Here we go! Now, I, I get it. I get the concern. But when it comes to the, uh, a feature-length movie... Having Mario, t I think that would get annoying. I'm going to be honest. I don't know how the live action Mario is. So is are these actors? No, it's just, not live action. It's, it's not. It's, it's, it's going to be like a CGI style yeah, thing. Made by Illumination Studios, the same okay. company that so did Minions. So these people that have been cast as the, as the, those, they're, they're going to be they're just all voice acting. acting. Yeah. Jack Black as Bowser. Yeah, I mean, this is going to be easy. Honest, I'm sorry. Like, if they had to actually act, I'd be like, well, that could be interesting. But the fact, they're all amazing actors, so doing voice acting will be easy. Charlie for them. Day as Luigi. That's going to be That's going to be good. hilarious. I'm interested in that. He's amazing. <laughs> Keegan Michael Key as Toad. That's just, that's amazing. 
Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. I just just picture Donkey Kong going. It's <laughs> 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 like that's not the Donkey Kong laugh. What the hell? <laughs> hey, isn't the is, was Donkey Kong in Superbad? <laughs> That's gonna be that'll be funny. Uh, who's so, prin- who's the princess? Uh, where is she's, oh, Anya Taylor Joy? Yeah. Most recently from the Queen's Gambit, she's the star of the show. She's super, super, super hot. That's for sure. And for those who don't know, Keegan Michael Key as Toad. He's uh, he's from Key and Peele. Also, many funny movies such as uh, Listen, A A Ron, <laughs> such as Keanu or Keanu. And uh, that that was a movie about the cat that they got. And uh, if you haven't seen the movie Keanu, fucking watch it. It's <laughs> Keegan and Jordan, and they're just killing it. Friends from college. That was also a great show. He was also in Predators. Yes, he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was kind of he was kind of comic relief in that, but like there were so many kind of like I liked Predators. People talk a lot of. Sh- I don't know. I liked that movie quite a bit. Yeah, I liked it too. I thought it was pretty. I loved when. Uh, I think my favorite part of that was when they landed and he looks up and you just, there's more than one moon and they're like, uh, we're not in Kansas anymore. Kind of, that was a really cool moment that the movie had some good moments. Anyways, um, I'm looking for, I'm not going to lie. I mean, obviously I've, I'm a Sonic head, so I've always been Sonic versus Mario for like my entire life. And I don't care what anybody says. Sonic games are, are amazing and have always been superior to most of what's out there. I think I don't care. Sonic 06 was glitchy and yeah, nobody wanted to be a werewolf. Other than that, you got nothing, right? It's like people shitting on Metallica. You can't shit on Metallica. Yeah. Say in anger, you win. Other than that, fuck yourself because they're pretty <laughs> flawless top to bottom. You know what I mean? And they've been doing this for a hundred years and they're still good at it. Well, I sure. think that I feel that way about Sonic too. They've been doing it for 30 years and there's like I mean I know there's like any franchise there's like a, a hundred games but let, there's probably what 10 real ones like from Sonic 1 to Mania and Forces there's probably 15 main title things and at least 10 of them are amazing so fuck off <laughs> so did the movie did, did you watch I think I shared it with you there was an old flash clip from Metallica that had uh, yes, you did Lars say. And, and he's just <laughs> colossally fucking up. <laughs> yeah. But like I said, these guys they, they tour three hundred days a year. Those no, no, guys. The, the flash clip was uh, was Lars going on saying like, "Oh, if you guys use Napster, you got to go in a motherfucking jail." Oh no, and I then, didn't and see then this. Lars is I like Napster, bad. I didn't see this. I didn't <laughs> see this. Yeah, well, their politics don't have anything to do with their ability to be good musicians because you know i mean if that was the case then like i'd be in trouble because like we're talking about ronnie radke <laughs> ronnie ronnie's one of your favorite guys and he's like get your back so you know you'd never listen to him again if you were gonna you know but that's not the case it sucks when that's why i think musicians should just shut the fuck up and do music so that we can just enjoy enjoy it and not not think about their crappy political views while we're listening to it well I, there is a song that i was listening to recently i can't think of the name of it uh, might have been I can't think of the name of it. There was an there was a song that Falling in Reverse was doing that talked about like listening to the news and kind of following suit and doing everything the news tells you and and turn the TV off and don't listen to it. Well, and and now he's yeah. kind of flip flopped on that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I almost went. Fuck you. Do what you're told. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Did you guys just change the lyrics to that song? No, no, no. It was always fuck you. Do what you're told. Uh, it's not fuck you. I won't do what you tell me. It w- never. It was never that. What's wrong with you? That's the fall of society. It's fuck you. Do what you're told. Jesus, these kids these days, right? Anyways. Have you ever had uh, some crazy work blunders? And I'm not just talking like recently. I mean like coming up as a teen. Well, I've done a lot of different things. Um, I'm a mechanic for most of my life. Fixing but cars, any, any, but I fucked up lots. I've Jesus. 
I do it as a mechanic. I could go on all day. I, I literally, <laughs> we could do an entire show of just me starting with like year one and every lesson. I know every, that sounds like a Batman story. Every, every, every bolt that I'm like, like I have an apprentice now and I'm like, Hey, make sure you put this on that. Or Hey, make sure you put Loctite on that. Or Hey, every time I say, Hey, make sure it's because I spent a whole day making that mistake and fucking it up for, and I say that 10, 25 times a day on every job. So yeah, I've had a lot of work blunders. Some of my favorite ones were, um, I was test driving a Mustang and they said there was a rattle in the dash. So I was driving down the road with my head like in the dash, like my ear up to the dash and it was raining and I kind of just was, wasn't, you know, I was, I was paying attention to the, to the noise and I've kind of popped my head up like, fuck, I should probably pay attention to the road. And the red, the light was red. So I slammed on the brakes and went right through the intersection because Mustangs are rear wheel drive and it had li- <laughs> and, and I went right through it and I went over the curb and pulled the bumper off of this brand new GT 500 that a guy had had out for like a month and uh, the, so I drove back to the dealership with the, with the bumper <laughs> on the ground the entire way. I pull into the shop where every mechanic turns around as I'm pulling in. <laughs> I pull it onto the hoist and I get out and they all just kind of stop and nobody asks what happened. They all just turned around and went back to work. Because <laughs> everybody knows. <laughs> well, it's wet outside. And he took it for a test drive and it's a Mustang. So no, yeah, that was, I cost me $2,200 of my own money, which is illegal by the way, but it cost me $2,200 of my own money to pay for it, which I did over the course of like four paychecks after that. That was a pretty big fuck up. Yeah. Anything, but so before, I mean, you started doing the mechanic thing when you were younger, but anything before that, did you do? I got caught having relations with a lady that I was with while I was doing security by the police. I was just keeping her safe. I was just keeping so her I safe. Was, okay, I live in a city called Oshawa. I don't even give a shit. You know what? I don't even give a shit. It's all coming. I'm putting all my cards on the table. I was working at the Oshawa Center, and I was doing security for Sears because they their, um, their power had gone out in the, in the store, so they had no fire alarms and no security cameras so they called the company i worked for and said we need a security guard to sit in the parking lot and make sure that nobody breaks in or does anything for like a few for like a week till they figure it out so i'm there they've got generators running and my job is to sit in the Oshawa center parking lot and do nothing so the cops rolled up two or three times in the, and we're like they roll up to my eye this old shitty car i think i was 92 corsica i was driving like it was a beast old beat up like baby blue missing pieces of the fender bumper rotten off so my uh my girlfriend at the time my long-term girlfriend so it wasn't just some random okay i got some pride comes by to like bring me dinner so we're like i got my my pants down around my knees and we're going at it in her car which is a 94 buick (laughs) okay big huge fucking boat so the suspension i said the cops were come back they come around like twice to say hi and then i guess decided to come around again i didn't think i'm so stupid i should have thought about it that was pretty big fuck up yeah they called my boss they're like yeah we got your security guy fucking some girl (laughs) well he should have been watching sears yeah it was good stuff yeah that was pretty big fuck up i didn't even get fired for that actually I ended up working at, uh, I don't want to say the name of this place, but I'm going to say it rhymes with Jim Morton's. Okay. And I was set up to fail from the moment I started. So there was like a, a night shift supervisor who was leaving. And so she was training me essentially to do the night shift. But one thing she didn't train me on was how to make 
uh, chicken salad because at the time they they actually sold chicken salad, which was what kind of one fucking of my... weirdo goes to Tim's and gets chicken salad anyway. That was my favorite fucking sandwich. <laughs> oh, so apparently the answer is you. Okay, okay, okay. Chicken salad, son. Oh, it was Are so you serious? Good. Yeah, oh yeah. I think I'd so... rather eat my own balls than eat a chicken salad sandwich. <laughs> Anyways, go have at her. I I have to find chicken salad now and and like hold it up. Convince and be like... me. <laughs> Convince me. Of well, a... no, no, and and just see you. Choose your own balls over a chicken salad sandwich. Go do it right now. <laughs> go do it. Go get it. Go get it. I don't it. know where Let's it is it. right now. Order it. We can go on Uber Eats, order chicken salad sandwich, no, and I will suck my anymore. own dick before I will they, eat it. Do you know why they don't have it anymore? Because people would rather eat their own balls than order chicken No way. No way. It does sell. You're right. You're right. It does sell. But yeah, anyways. So, so you don't know how to make the chicken salad. So I did, So I was never trained how to make the chicken Which salad. Which is mayonnaise and chicken. Duh. But anyways. I'm <laughs> no, sure. No, there was, there was more to it. They right. had uh, Tim Hortons has a special procedure. There was a uh, seasoning in it, and I don't know what was the seasoning. You had your own seasoning. It's Tim Hortons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and as I started my shift, which was the night shift, the other- 7 s- to 11? Or 11 to 7, sorry. 11 That's to 7. Yes. Yeah, I did the same shift in high school. The afternoon shift supervisor would switch out my tills and then take some money for herself and take off. So I would con- continually get pulled aside from management saying, hey, your till was short. Hey, your till was short. Hey, your till was short. I was like, well, how about... How, 10 bucks, 5 bucks, 20 bucks? Yeah, yeah. Just, just All those numbers are... Yeah? All of them. Uh, yeah, just separately, different nights. Kind of screwed me over. But the one thing that I did love about the job, and I say the one thing... Okay, before I get into what I loved about the job, one other thing that I didn't like about it was they... Ha- they didn't have male pants for me. They only oh. had female Oh my pants. God. Oh my God. This is an amazing story because I think we've had the same experience. <laughs> I need to tell you my story right after you're done. Okay. Oh, I, th- I think this is going where I think it is. Go keep going. And I had the same problem. Part of the dress code at Jim Martin's was all about tucking in your shirt. Oh my God. And when you're wearing pants that aren't suited for men, they don't have the space in the front. So you automatically have this bulge of shirt. In your pants. <laughs> Not just a, sh- a penis. You automatically have this bulge of penis and shirt. <laughs> and I'm pants. telling you, ladies, in the early 2000s, I mean, Jim Horton, sorry. Jim Martin. <laughs> what what was, 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 was hotter than sweatpants season, okay? I'm telling you. I'm telling you. All you sweatpant ladies, you fucking wish it was 2004 and you walked into a Tim Hortons. <laughs> Anyways, keep going. Sorry, Jim Morton's. <laughs> we'll have to edit that. <laughs> <laughs> so what I did actually love about it was the manager for the store for Jim Morton's never watched the cameras at night. So when because he never watched the cameras at night, what was that? Oh, was that this? <laughs> it was totally my tablet. So we would play basketball with so- soup bowl buns. Oh yeah, like like yeah. it was just it was just the baker and I. It should have been more people for a night shift, but it was just the baker and I. Even I had nights we, like that. Even though we were down the street from the ashtray. Oh, you worked at that, Tim Hortons? Yeah. Shit, man. I worked at the one in Whitby, and even I got some weird, like, I had the worst. <laughs> I had some creepy people come in, fights, homeless people, all kinds of crazy shit. I had, I had homeless people come in, and I would, you're not supposed to let them stay there, but I would, like... He would I'll tell you, of, the first homeless person you let stay in there that shits in the middle of the dining room area, you'll never, never fucking let another one I in. I never had that. I never had that. This guy would just go into... Your the- empathy disappears real quick when you're picking chunks <laughs> of corn off the fucking dining room at 4.30 in the morning when you're already behind your cleaning schedule. <laughs> That's when you stop letting the homeless people in. So, so this guy would just go into the bathroom and he'd just sleep. 
And so I would go in there and see he was just sleeping. I'm like, okay, I, I'm going to leave him in there until I have to clean the bathroom. 4.30 in the morning, I'd be like, okay, I got to have to go clean by. the bathroom. So I'd wake him up and then he'd go. And I just kind of, it almost became like a nightly thing. And I just kind of let him do it until, uh, un- until I was fired, more or less. But the, For the, stealing all that money. <laughs> for stealing the yeah, money, for not uh, preparing the chicken salad sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> chicken salad. I'd look at them and be like, I'll prepare your chicken salad. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't, that's uh Tim. Okay. So my Tim Hortons pants one was they gave me pants, but I don't know about you, but they were the most uncomfortable things. So they did. You have to stuff your, your shirt down the pants. They were really tight on my junk. And I had someone pull me aside flat out and be like, um, <laughs> cause I was, I was literally like itching my legs yeah. constantly. And they're like, you have to stop itching your legs. Because I'd itch my crotch too. I'd itch. Everything was just itchy all the time because of these <laughs> these pants were horrible. They were the worst, and they're like yelling at me. They're like, uh, "You look like you've got like, like you've got hives out there." I was like, "What do you wash this stuff with?" Like, like I'm usually I'm like like I I'm usually pretty pretty good with my like waiting a while to wash my clothes, and I, I've never been itchy like I am wearing a, these pants for three hours. Like, what the hell are you guys doing, man? I also used to go in the freezer. I don't give a shit. I'm putting it all out there. I used to go in the freezer and they used to have um, cream cheese and they used to have cream cheese in blocks. Yeah. And I just grab a block and like knock it on the floor and then go tally it as, Oh, this is damaged. And then I'd go to, I'd go to the manager and be like, this is, you know, what, what do you want me to do? And they're like, throw it out. I was like, can I eat it? And they're like, what do you mean? I was like, well, can I, I want to eat it. I would, if, if you're just going to throw it out, can I have it? They're like, okay. And then I would just hold it like a chocolate bar and just peel the, the, the aluminum foil and just eat harvest garlic cream cheese right off the brick <laughs> and then uh maybe strawberry two strawberries good set that mm, a little strawberry in there it was good it was, that was lunch for me so you had a mixture of herb and garlic and strawberry i would pick one or the other <laughs> maybe herb and garlic for lunch so and then get a strawberry for dinner you know what i mean if i had a 12-hour shift you know you get that that's how you would roll it yeah or jim morton's was a great first job my goodness. I watched, okay, another funny one. I worked with this little skinny, cra- everyone's got the little skinny crackhead guy that works at Jim Morton's with them. So, so this little skinny bald guy with missing teeth was working there and he was always joking and trying, he was clearly a drug dealer. It was so obvious this guy was into drugs and shit. He'd disappear into the bathroom, the staff bathroom for like 40 minutes and then come out super sweaty and be like, all right guys, let's do some work. <laughs> so anyways, one day this kid is working, I'm just doing my thing and these three huge gangster black guys show up and come out of an Audi and walk into the Jim Morton's and they walk right behind the counter with no fucks to give and they go up, they find him because he's over in the Baker's area, just hand on the shoulder and then all of a sudden he goes to the our manager, she, he goes, I'll be right back, I'll be right back and these three guys leave with him, okay? And I <laughs> thought he was going to die. I guess he owed them money. So they took him to a bank machine, he pulled out cash, they took his cash, rolled him for his wallet and anything else he had on him and when he came back, his uniform was all ripped up and beaten and dirty and he had a bunch <laughs> of scrapes on his face and he was like crazy, clearly his eyes were wet. He's like, oh, and they're like, are you okay? He's like, I'm just going back to work, it's okay, everything's fine. <laughs> so that's so funny. It's like, oh man, I saw some crazy shit of that Jim Morton's. So another thing uh, that would happen at Jim Morton's would be, I would... On Fridays that I wasn't working because it was a Sunday to Thursday shift, I knew the other uh, girl that worked the night shift. Her name was Ruth. My friends and I, we all thought that she was attractive. And so we'd go in there on the Friday, and we would 
actually take alcohol and we'd be like, yo, could you just pass us some Jim Morton's cups and then we'll pour our alcohol into the cups and we'll just stay in here and chill. <laughs> and then we just stay in there and chill. We pull up a chair to the counter and just chat. We <laughs> essentially stuff that obviously we weren't allowed to do, but we weren't being watched. So it was, yeah, it was okay. You're going to try to get away with more than you should. Every once in a while, You'd see the cops coming in, and the cops would be able to get their free coffee. Ugh. Ugh. I was very opinionated about that, and everybody would be like, why? And I'm just like, I don't know. Pay for your fucking coffee. You're not special. So there was one of these- Firefighters didn't get free coffee. So there was one of these Friday nights that I was sitting outside having a smoke. Nurses didn't get free coffee? That I was sitting outside having a smoke, drinking my alcohol from the Jim Morton's cups. And this cop car pulls up and pulls across like two or three spots. Ambulance drivers didn't get free coffee. <laughs> and the cops would get out and I was giving them shit. I'm like, look, if we crossed, if, if we were parked across two or three spots, you'd be giving us shit. So I'm giving you shit. I, I fucking work here. Fix your shit. Security guards didn't get free coffee. I am listening to the story, sorry. <laughs> Yelling at people when you work there is a problem, though. When you're in a uniform and you're like, get your shit, da, 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 you know what I mean? That's just, it's just asking for fucking trouble. I have a question that I want to ask you that's work-related. Okay, you ready? Because I kind of already gave one. Um, fucking at work. Do you have some good fucking at work stories you, you ever fuck while you're working? No. Really? really? I thought we could roll a topic on this. <laughs> I could roll with this all night. I fuck at work a lot. It's a bad <laughs> habit of mine, I guess. Um, well, I mean, for you now, it's, it's really your own fucking business. So you're not breaking any fucking employee okay, No, no, no. But I'm, I never, I'm going to be honest. I don't think I've ever fucked. I, okay. So I now run a company called supersonic auto. I started it in 2018. So I just, <laughs> I, I have either, I have my own shop for a while until COVID and, uh, I'm a mobile mechanic. I go to people's houses and driveways and fix their stuff. So yeah, it'd probably be pretty easy for me to at this point. But fucking I, in the back of somebody else's SUV. Never, what never. What the fuck? Why is there semen on my seat? <laughs> I that, thought you were fixing stuff under the hood, not staining my upholstery. Thanks for fixing my car, but it smells really <laughs> weird inside. Like it's it's like a fishy, musty kind of like sweaty smell, and there's <laughs> towels in the back that aren't. F- Hours, maybe. Um, anyways, but thank you for doing the breaks. <laughs> and was that a thong yeah, no. stuck in between the seats? That's not how it goes. Okay, I've never, <laughs> since I started the business, I'll be honest, I'm too fucking busy to even think about that crap. <laughs> I'm too busy trying to get dollars and get paid, and reputation is everything. So if I did leave stains in someone's back seat, they're going to tell everybody and their mom and their friends, and then I have no business. But I mean, like, when I worked at dealers, when I worked at Eastside Mario's, when I did security, when I worked for in security buildings, when I worked at Minix... Uh, or whatever, like I don't give a shit. I, it's not Minix anymore. It's some other Steve's Clots and Tricks or some shit. But when I used to, I'm one, I'm one of the many, 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 many people in this region who's worked for that place and probably lost their job, quit, been fired, or it was the worst experience of their life. It's a really interesting place to work. But everybody has gone in and done the call center, working for a call center. I'm telling you, doing it in the washroom when you work at a call center is the best 45 minutes you're going to have in that in that day. I guarantee it. Um, okay, well, we'll skip my fucking at work topic because apparently I'm the only one who does it. Uh. <laughs> so in Oshawa, there was a, a building that was contracted out to a certain internet provider and the company was called the Durham Contact Center. So what they did was tech support for this internet provider. And like a bunch of dickheads, they just up and pulled their company 
out of the city and actually moved it to Texas. So instantly everybody was out of a job. We got really pissed off. So our mayor ended up calling down to the Texas governor, government, somebody down in Texas to complain about this company saying, well, like just just warning them saying, okay, well, this company fucked us and they're going to do it to you too. So this company gave them a chance and same thing. The company set up, everybody got a new job, everybody was employed. And then sure enough, that company upped and fucked off to Mexico. <laughs> like GM tried to do, but we kind of caught them. We we're like, hey, hey, whoa, 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 what are you doing? What are you doing? There's a big plant here in Oshawa. Why are you moving everything to Mexico? And they're like, oh, we'll open it again. We're going to open it back up. We promise, we promise, we promise, promise. Please don't take it back the billion dollars you gave us so that we don't go bankrupt back in 2008. Please, please, please. Yeah, it seems to be a fad amongst these companies. Yeah, you're using us all up and seeing just how much money they can get out of us, eh? Hmm, well, so with GM, they they borrowed money from us, but then when they paid it back, they were like, all right, we're out, peace. They did technically pay it, uh, pay it back. I'm not going to argue that. But when so, like, it's kind of like when someone's got your back, you know, you don't just fuck them. You know what I mean? Like we had you. It doesn't mean you owe us anything. It just means like, well, clearly when you were hurting, we're community. We will we'll have your back. We got you. You know what I mean? People took retirement packages. There was like, they owed a lot. There's a lot of tax dollars that went to those guys. And and for what? So that they could, like the Camaro went to Mexico. Everything went to Mexico. So now we're getting the electric truck. Yeah. Thank God. And the, it's like a it's like a pity fuck. It's like, fine, have me electric truck. Just fucking take it. Just stop yelling at us for trying to rip you off. I mean, you can talk a lot of shit about Ford, but they're the only American company that hasn't done any shady shit. They just sold Land Rover, Jaguar, and Subaru because that's what they and no, they tried to uh, and Mazda and a bit of Mazda. They sold those them off and and they didn't get a, they didn't well, get any money from I the mean, government. Uh, not in Canada. In the U.S., they tried to fuck over. Well, they did fuck over Detroit, and then yeah. and then actually uh, Orange Man brought them back. And then when they were there, they tried to leave again, and then the bad Orange Man said, "Okay, well if you go, we're going to charge you super duper tariffs." on everything to the point where you're actually going to lose money. So are you sure you want to leave? And then they were like, okay, maybe we'll stay put. Maybe we'll stay put. I don't hate when they did that. So I was working for, fuck man, 2008. Where the hell was I working? I don't even want to think about it. (laughs) I just remember um, being at the dealers in the backlash, like while they were borrowing money and seeing like, like how badly they were. All of a sudden you go to the parts department and they're like, um, oh, that job pays 0.7. And you're like, what? You know, it doesn't pay an hour and a half to do that anymore. Like, nope, nope, pays, pays 0.7 of, of an hour to do that job that will take you forever. Like, it, you notice that they put the squeeze on everybody, you know, and, and they started cutting the service advisors' um, uh, commission, what they were making, you know, some maybe selling a break job, what you'd get. If, if you sell a profitable job, you get a bigger chunk of it. If you sell... Something simple like suspension, you get smaller piece of it kind of idea, and that was all changing. Everything was just prorated. You get ten percent on everything. You know, you don't get forty percent now of breaks. Or you know, it was it was it was interesting to see how quickly the automotive industry was willing to fuck all the people that make it up and what and make it great, and then they wondered why it failed. That's <laughs> as, as when being inside was really really hard. So uh, things are different now. I mean, it's we're we're twenty twenty one now, and they've managed to bring that around. But man, it was sad for a little while there, and you know. Everybody, the, the dealerships got this horrible reputation for ripping people off, and it finally caught up to them. You know, nobody was going, and there was a few years there where dealers were closing left, right, and center. GM dropped Pontiac. They dropped Hummer. They dropped Saturn. They dropped them all real quick. Ford dropped Mercury. Dodge bought Fiat, but dropped, 
the hell did they drop? I don't know. I don't think they, they dropped a, a good portion of stuff they sold. Yeah. You know, they got rid of the, the old darts. They got they cut what they stopped making a lot of stuff and they went down to like four or five main vehicles. So what a crazy time to work in the auto industry. It's a lot better now. So before we continue on, I am going to go back into the lane where I was talking about this Durham Contact Center. Do it. So this call center. So I, I had a lot of fun experiences at this call center. So they had this training bay. It, it, it was called, or the, the training for the job. It was called A-Bay. It stood for Academy Bay. That was, it was so fun. So apparently these stupid terms are call center wide because that's exactly what they called the training part in Minix 2. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? If you keep this up, we're going to put you back in A-Bay. Is that what you want? We'll send you to a week of A-Bay if you continue doing that. That was their big threat. Okay, so what I loved about A-Bay, the entire class that I trained with, I had a blast with. And there I actually is, met two of my future roommates in my A-Bay class. There was a girl that at first she didn't like me and I didn't like her. We had kind of like this rivalry, but I think it was because I was winning for the entire class's approval. Okay. And our our teacher in A-Bay, she was this lovely Indian woman. She was very, very kind, but she wasn't up to date on, on all internet terminology, which you would think <laughs> she was. Working at a call center, yeah, yeah. You'd think she'd know something about technology. Yeah. So I loved this woman as as a teacher. She was She was very kind. She was great. And... Sometimes the class would get a little rowdy and she would be like, everybody, everybody. And, and they would just ignore her and just keep talking. And she'd be like, okay, I'm, I'm starting to lose my patience. And I'd stand up and I'd be like, STFU, please, everybody, STFU. And then everybody would kind of laugh and stop talking. Yeah. And then she'd be like, oh, thank you, Mark. <laughs> I'm like, if only you knew what I was saying right now. <laughs> what it blows my mind is like, what do these people do when you're not in their class? Like, how, what kind of chaos ensues? Do they just sit down and cry until the class stops? Like, I remember we had supply teachers like that back in the day. You know, they'd sit down and like, all right, everybody. And everyone would ignore them. And I'd be sitting there like, man, you need to use a swear word or throw something at us. Like, you got to know how this works. This is high school in Oshawa. Anyways. So your A-Bay class, you were the fan favorite. Yes. And somebody in the class was a little jelly jelly. Yes. Well, but she's going to come into play when it comes down to the car talk. We're, we're not there yet. So. Are you there yet? No. Not, not yet. yet. <laughs> Can I get a, oh yeah. <laughs> I, there was a day that I was sexually violated by a buddy of mine that actually was, was, <laughs> in, my, was in my A-Bay class. And so. Whenever the... A buddy of mine violated me at a party a couple of weeks ago, I got to tell you, but it bothered me so, too. So when you're in A-Bay and you Why get, do your buddies think they can violate you? I don't just know. Just because you're my buddy doesn't mean you can just grab my dick, bro. What the fuck? Exactly. It's not right? cool, man. So in, in A-Bay, whenever you have extra time on uh, the, the calls, you get this green bar across the screen. So if you have uh, you finish up your call and you have this green bar, it means, okay, you, you've got a little bit of time to chill. Wow, so, that so would I have been a nice thing to have. So Some I call have, centers, you're just back in the queue no, like it ain't no, no thing. No, no, no. A-B, specifically. Oh, okay, gotcha. When you're on the... When you're on the, the, the floor, it's different. Yeah, okay. it's a lot different. Yep. So in A-Bay, it was nice. So I got up and started walking around and I walked over to, to my buddy Paul and I was like, hey, what's up? And all he did was just fucking... Just reach out and through my pants, grab my penis. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm going to go back to my desk. Goodbye. <laughs> what? 
<laughs> go back to that. Can I get it? Oh yeah. <laughs> can, can I get it? Oh yeah. Um, I was I was at this party not even a month ago, and there was a guy there that is like yeah, I don't know. I know him, but I don't know him that well. Like I know him, but I don't know him that well. You know, I don't know. And uh, we're all joking. It's a lot of sex jokes. We're all loose. We're having whiskey. You know, everything's good. And we're just walk. I go to walk into the kitchen, and he's he's a big, tall motherfucking guy, right? So he grabs my whole unit with his hand and gives it a nice squeeze, and then goes, "Good on you, bud," and then just walks away. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. Like I was I, in one moment. I, I then was, you start. I was Goog- like, then you start googling in your phone. Am I gay now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like I don't know. It really just made me feel weird. I was. Ne- I would never ever in a million years even my closest buddy which mark is one of uh, you know i got i'm trying to think of my buddy adam my, my buddy kevin like i would not just walk up to any of these men and just grab their shit they'd probably punch me in the face and these are some of my best friends these are people who would let me sleep on their couch if i needed to right like but no i wouldn't i wouldn't just do that like it was just awkward and like you say i was like am i gay now am i <laughs> and no i was mostly just like do I, I, my biggest issue was just, do I say something? Do I go, yo, bro, that was weird. Don't do that again. Because now that, well, you're a fucking pussy. What do you mean? I wasn't trying to be weird. You made it weird by saying something. You know what I mean? Or, or do you just let it go? And now he thinks that's acceptable. You know, it's like, fuck. And you know, it's funny that we're having this conversation because any woman who's out there listening to this right now is just like, Fucking pussies. <laughs> it you don't know what sexual assault is. It got my dick and it made me feel uncomfortable. Fucking, I've had my ass grabbed every day since I was 11. It's very, like, you know what I mean? Like, girls get it a lot. They get yeah. this kind of shit. They're used to it. So, I have empathy. Well, it's for, not that they get used to it. They're I'm just, just saying, they have it worse than Every girl's got a thousand stories which about Which is a sad thing yeah, in society. I was at a bar and then this guy grabbed my ass. I was like, I've never been at a bar and had my ass grabbed when I didn't want it to happen. So, you know, I can't, I don't know what to tell you you know what i mean so yeah i i had a whole new level of empathy for you ladies when this guy did this and i was i don't know if i liked that it was fucked up man so coming back to inappropriateness specifically on the job so i i like to have fun with these calls and some people that called in like to have fun too and i got a call from this woman who's just like hi uh my my big breasts disconnected me from my email server and i was like the first thing I said was, wow, uh, I'm a little hot under the collar here, but I can definitely help you. And somebody, so she rolled with it. And, oh. and somebody in my ABA class stood up over the divider and was like, uh, uh, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Eyes open wide. No. <laughs> so throughout, throughout the call, she's like, She's kind of trying to flirt, and I'm trying to stay professional and all that. And so, so she's like, oh, do you have a kid? And I was like, well, at the time, I only had the one kid. I was like, yeah, I, I have a kid. And it's like, oh, a family man. Oh, well, <laughs> oh, can you shit. tell me, like, where you live? I'm like, actually, that's against my policy. I can't do that. But I can see that you're in Burlington. So I can tell you that we're not that far. And she was like, oh. And that was, the, that was as far as I could play it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start naming cities, and you're going to stay hot or cold, okay? Oakville? <laughs> It's Obico. <laughs> Scarborough. Did you ever hear, did you ever hear, uh, there was a, an American news company that was trying to say Etobicoke. Oh, Etobicoke? No, no, they, they said okay. Etobicoke. Etobicoke? I've Etobicoke. heard Etobicoke, I've heard somebody in the States say. Uh, I was watching, I when, when Doug Ford, or, or sorry, uh, the other one, the other one. 
his brother, crackhead brother. Um, <laughs> Rob. When Robbie was uh, running Toronto and he was like doing like fucking Stephen Colbert's show and he was like a celebrity because of, <laughs> because of the video and all that stuff and he was touring. I remember somebody saying, uh, you know, uh, what's his name? Uh, Rob Ford made an, an appearance at Edo Coke today before, right after his appearance on whatever and I was like, oh, I love America. So, don't teach him to read. Please, America, <laughs> continue letting... 55% of your population grow up without reading because it entertains Canadians so much. I would say 30% of our humor is your illiteracy. Please, please keep it right where it's at. So back to the end of this call. So by the time like the playful flirting kind of stops, usually we have to say that, okay, well, thank you for calling. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and so by the end of this call, I was actually like, okay, you know what? I, I did this, okay? Like, I helped you through this. This was my knowledge. You know what? Thanks for calling me, okay? Thank you. And she was like, oh, you're welcome. And, and there it ended, okay? But the next call, I ended up getting a call from, uh, from a college girl that was in a dorm. And I was just like, okay, well, what is your modem doing? And she was like, well, it's, it's flashing. And, and the first thing I said was, sounds kinky. And that head popped over the... Oh! That head popped over the divider again and was like, uh, uh, wow. <laughs> Mark, quit trying to get laid at work. <laughs> but uh, I mean, that so would, when that you was... say you never fucked at work, it's not for lack of trying. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, so with this, like it, that was the, the max of that call. After that, I just kind of went yeah. back to, to troubleshooting. I was an, I was excellent at actually building rapport. So, like, there was this guy, when it comes to internet companies, most of the calls you get are, like, people super-duper pissed off. So, I got this call from this guy who's like, oh, my God, I'm so pissed off. Internet is not working. I was like, okay, sir, sir, calm down, calm down. What I want you to do first is completely unplug your, uh, unplug your modem. All the cables, take it out, get it into your hand. Okay, sure, I did that. Okay, now take it over to the window, okay, and throw it out. Really? No, I don't want, I, but I just want to, I don't want you to understand that I understand understand how pissed off you are and he was all like oh my god you get it thank you oh well and just you know what you should have said to him you should have said sir i need you to go on youtube right now and then what i need you to do is I need you to search for a scene from a movie called office space and i need you to search office space printer scene okay can you do that for me can you do that for me do you see it do you see it yeah there it is i need you to watch that i need you to think about, i need you to watch what they do yeah, see what they do. Ooh, that printer. Ooh, pieces. Oh, everywhere. So many pieces. Do they you feel better closure. now? Yeah. Do you feel better now? Because <laughs> it's die, motherfucker, die, motherfucker, still fool. <laughs> die, motherfucker, die, motherfucker, still fool. <laughs> I love that that song when they beat the printer to death, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> if, if it's just having a come home having a bad day from work, just watch that like 40 second clip. So this guy that kept popping over the divider, eventually he got to the point where he... Um, like the trainer would come by and like plug in her headset and kind of listen to my calls. And obviously I was very professional when that happened. Yes. And, but this guy that would pop his head over would be like, I want to listen in on his calls. Like he's, he's getting a lot of calls and like, nobody's getting mad at my reactions. Like it's very yeah. down to earth. <laughs> my, like there's inappropriateness. I'm yes. I was very in inappropriate, but. Okay. Can I, I got, I got to say, this is a very positive uh, story that you've been telling like your experiences sound positive can i tell you the kind of shit that i caused at at my call center because i i did not have positive experiences so this is a quick quick story so i'm not going to make any bones about that i don't know if we need to i'm going to be vague okay maybe i'll be vague because i definitely don't want to have to edit this part out because this is like, fucking hilarious <laughs> so i worked for a company that is associated with a certain auto manufacturer where when you're in that auto manufacturer you can press a magic button and you could get Whatever you want from the other end of it. Directions, 
emergency services and other crap. So there was a call center for them to call you and, and talk to you about these things when you bought one of these manufacturer-specific cars. And so we would have to have a global positioning system to find them. Like you said, I, I know you're in Burlington. I had the same thing. When the people would call in, I knew right where they were. So we had a program. I, we were like sheep, right? They You had to apply for your hours. You had to apply for your days off. Nobody ever got what they wanted. When you were new, you were at the bottom of a big list of seniority and you get treated like crap and you work really long, really bad hours. And then you get offered overtime. And if you didn't take the overtime, you were ridiculed. And it was basically one of your feet was already out the door if you didn't take the overtime. So it it was cutthroat. It was rough. You had to do 50 to 60 hours a week or you were considered one of the people who wasn't hauling their weight. I, I knew a couple of people who actually ended up developing severe anxiety and depression because of this place. I feel you with that. So they decide that they're going to change because we were using like kind of like MapQuest yeah. at the time, a MapQuest type program to GPS these people. And Google Maps was blowing up. It was We were actually using Google Maps, which we weren't supposed to. If we couldn't find it in our system, we were told by management to leave our computer, put them on hold, and there was computers set up throughout the floor where you would just log into Google and Google Map it <laughs> and then take the GPS position from Google Maps, punch it into your program, and send them to that. Yeah, yeah. and Google didn't make no money off that, right? So it was like... <laughs> so anyway, so it was already a little sketch. So they took a bunch of us and they had this Google-style program that they were designing so it was called gis so they put 10 of us in the in this gis like test part of the building and it was shit it was new everyone was calling in screaming you guys are garbage i've called in you're the fifth person i got and none of you fucking people can get me where the fuck i need to go i'm never buying one of these products again i'm buying a honda next time fuck you and they hang up that was like my day okay thank you sir goodbye next call this is the 20th person i've called what the fuck do i pay for this for it was hard to deal with because they were testing this program and everybody was mad right so i start me and all everybody else were in the lunchroom and like he's a general miserable attitude amongst the building so i start we have these little flags they give us when we need a supervisor so i start taking everybody's flag and ripping off the flag and writing give me gis or give me death on the flags and I hand them out. So I start a fucking revolt. And everybody that I give the flag to is logging out of GGIS and going into GIS, yeah. the other program, and just not caring. Just being like, nope, I'm not playing your game. Fix it, and then I'll use it, right? So I get pulled in the office because they figure, like, I can see the supervisors going, where'd you get this? Where'd you get this? Like, trying to find, because now the flags are everywhere. And they're just sitting on people's queue, like, on top of their cubicles, <laughs> like, like <laughs> silent protest. And then the those managers have to come over to the people with the GIS flags and then yell at them ridicule them log them out log them into the other program and then ask where they got it from so it took them almost three days to figure out it was me <laughs> like that's the kind of shit i was just i was a nightmare I, I existed to make those people angry like i was great with like you said i was good with customers i like talking with people i had a good personality but the more personality and the more helpful you are the more they ridicule you they would pull me in the office and go you were being too helpful you can't help that much because everybody here is not going to be that helpful. So they're going to expect that every time. So dial your helpfulness back. I was like, the fuck are you saying to me right now? Did you just <laughs> literally tell me to dial my helpfulness back? They're like, yeah, your eighth helpfulness is an eight. We need you at a six, bro. Oh, this is why I can't. That's why I just started my own business, bro. I can't. So anybody who's ever worked in a call center can know that if by chance it slows down, not even if it, not even if it's slowed down, 
it's just generally boring. So you have to bring on, bring on the entertainment for yourself. So my mom actually worked at the same company. I used to do a lot of drugs. So <laughs> I worked at that place so, to stay. So my mom actually Alert. worked at the same company that you're talking about. My mom actually ended up offering somebody a muffin one time. I was like, I don't know if you can do that. Because now if they're expecting a muffin, your boss or floor walker might be like, fuck, now we have to send this person let's be a honest, muffin. It's got a mildly, Lynn, mild, what the hell are you it's doing? got a mildly sexual overtone too. I mean, muffin... <laughs> <laughs> I've had a girl tell me to eat their muffin before. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. So how do we don't? Okay, could be taken the wrong way. I'm talking way. about my mom at work here. Let's I understand. Not, I understand that, but I'm just letting you. Process. I'm just letting you out know. Out of your fucking dome. <laughs> <laughs> just, just letting you know it could be misinterpreted. She needs to be careful. <laughs> Every once in a blue moon, I, uh, she would come back from work and be like, "Oh well, there was a celebrity who called in and and talked to one of my coworkers." Well, that's kind of cool. And and she would tell me the story of, of this person, but then. I ended up working at uh, Mallwart. That's that's a little play on words. <laughs> I'm just switching two letters. <laughs> so I'm just. Uh, I ended up working at Mallwart. Mall <laughs> <laughs> ended up working at Mallwart with somebody who actually came from that call center, and he actually got fired because somebody was like, "Well, I, I'm in a bit of trouble, and I need you to tell me what I can do." And then he looked at the GPS as to where this guy was and his vehicle was surrounded by blue. And so he, he ended up calling this guy a fucking idiot saying like, you're in a body of water, you fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and like he got fired. So he, ended yeah, up you can't, um, cursing is a, is a, they tell you that in a bay, <laughs> they tell you in a bay that even if you slip up, if you like, uh, I remember they told us if you stub your knee on the desk, while you're on a call and go, fuck, uh, I'm sorry. And continue the call. Like, Cause I mean, it happens, right? You know, yeah. your foot on, it done, done, doesn't matter. You're up one time. You get one shot. You're not allowed to, to curse. So yeah, it's like cuts. How dude, you're going to say fuck at least once. <laughs> like, I mean, among the thousands and thousands, especially considering it's like half of us are sitting there with our left hand on the little mute button. And as people are talking, you're pressing mute and you're like, hello, how can I help you? Bing. You fucking idiot. I God, I hate this job. Beep. That's no problem. Let me just bring up your address right now. Fuck, I hate this job. I want to die. Yeah, we have located that. We've got, um, oh, yes. Yeah. You're saying we've been double charged? Is it? A, oh, okay. Let me just look at the dates on this. Give me one second. Beep. Oh, my God. They do. Johnny, they double charged someone else. These fucking morons. <laughs> I can't. This is the 45th double charge today. What do they pay management for? <laughs> Fuck's sakes. Beep. No, this is, yep, this is a common issue. We're going to fix this for you right away. Like, that's they your did, life. They did a segment of that in uh, the movie My Best Friend's Girl, where Dane Cook ended up working for this uh, call center for a water filtration <laughs> thing. I remember this. And anytime somebody would call in and complain, he'd be like, oh, I'm so sorry. Would you like to speak to the manager? And he'd just <laughs> switch his headset with his coworker, and his coworker yeah. would also have a pissed off customer. And then they, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. 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 Okay. Um, Work mishaps. I got to throw another one out there that's not call center related, so it might quick jump. You reminded me when you said you worked at a certain store. So I worked for a store that I can say the name of because it doesn't exist anymore. I worked for Price Chopper. Okay. So um, nothing to do with the company, but a guy tried to stab me while I was there. It was fucking insane. So I was 16 years old. A scrawny little hippie looking skin. Like I am not intimidating it by any means. Okay. I didn't even have this beard, this little, little facial hair gone baby face, but the same hair. I look like a fucking handsome brother, but one that wasn't legal enough to be in the band. 
Yeah. I got called Hanson a lot. I got in a lot of scraps over that fucking Hanson shit. Damn it, I want to scrap right now. I'm just hearing this. Anyways. <laughs> so, um, he got fired. This guy that was always really mean to me and picked on me and kind of fucked with me at work got fired. So he came in to get his shit. And he, I'm stocking the shelves and I look out and he walks by and he gives me this really dirty look and I just started laughing. I just went, I was like... <laughs> Like, just, like, big grin. Like, I never have to see you again. And he got so mad. He came in, pulled a fucking knife on me, grabbed me by, big guy, too, not a little guy. Like, probably, I mean, skinny, but 200 pounds, maybe a little less. I'm 100 soaking wet. Grabs me by the fucking, my uniform, pulls me up in the air, pull, holds the knife up to me, okay? Thinks he's fucking, doesn't know he's fucking with a South End kid. Doesn't know. No, he has no idea what this guy's unleashed, right? I'm little blonde, cutesy Alex, who's usually trying to keep his job. You touch me physically, and I'm not trying to keep my job anymore. So I pulled out my box cutter and sliced his arm open, and he had to get 72 stitches. But he, he put a knife to me. Like, really? So, but, but you want to talk about work mishaps? I was 16. I had to gut this guy like a fish just so that, like, what the fuck, bro? That was the craziest work mishap I ever had. I remember mopping his blood up out of the aisle <laughs> afterwards. Like, dude, that's crazy shit. Don't try to stab your fellow coworkers. So the location of Jim Morton's that I worked at was across from um, a shelter. The, it was called The Ark. Are you talking about... I'm getting street specific here. I don't even care. Are we talking about Athol Street? Down by the old BMO? Downtown? Uh, well, it was, uh, it was Drew Street. Drew. It, it's I know to, what it's, you're it's, talking it's about. Athol and Drew. Yes. Yeah. So uh, there, was, there was a shelter across the street uh, with, called Ark. And there were two girls that started repeatedly coming in because they thought that myself and the baker were cute. And well, you probably, I mean, let's be honest. Mark, I've seen videos of you back in the day, bro. You were slaying it. <laughs> Bitches left, right, and center this guy, this guy. So, but these these girls were really young. So, the baker at the time... Calm down, ladies. He's all settled down now. I, I want to say I was probably... How old? I was probably around 24. And the, okay. And the, the baker... Or no, no, I wasn't 24. I was 18 when I worked at Tim Hortons. 18? Well, you're yeah, first. I was really, really, really young. And, uh, and the baker was... Giggity. The baker was actually like 30. Oh. So these two girls would come in and this this blonde girl actually asked me out. And she was like 14. And I was like, yeah, I can't. That's too young. I'm sorry. I can't do it. I just, it's not happening. And it was like, oh, okay. Can I see the baker, please? And I was like, what? And this girl's how old? She was like 14. Ooh. And I was like, yeah, no, no, I'm not going to call no, him no, out no, here. No, 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 I'm not no, going to no, call no, him no, out no, here. And then she's like, what, what was his name? And this other girl's like, oh, it's Derek. And all you hear is Derek, Derek. And Derek comes running out. And so she asks out Derek. And Derek's like, okay. I'm like, dude. What are you doing? Dude. <laughs> I'll just, hey, excuse, just cuff him now. <laughs> just fucking cuff him now. No, like, <laughs> like, I can't believe this happened. It, it was very short lived. There are certain situations where this won't end well. Doesn't cut it. <laughs> so it was it was short lived, but I still couldn't believe that happened. Towards the end of my job at Jim Morton's, these uh, these girls came out and they were they came up to me at the till and they were I, I was asking if they wanted to order something. They said no. What they wanted was money from the till, and I was like, "What? I'm not giving you money from the till." They're like, "Please just 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 say I robbed you." And I was like, "No, no." She's like, "Well, how about I make it look like 
I'm actually robbing you. And I was like, no, you can't do. So then she starts trying to reach over for the cash See, this out This is why button. I can't work in public service. So she's trying to reach over for the cash out button on the till. So I grab Jim Morton's uh, bread knives. Yeah. And, and, and I'm actually, Come at me, bitch. And I'm actually guarding the till, just creating my own, my own little X. Don't come near this. Don't come near it. <laughs> and I start kind of, yeah, just kinda, I'm five bucks over on my till and it's coming home with me, bitch. So I'm just kind of like f- flicking the blade up. <laughs> and I'm like, no, no, back up, back You're up. Using, I, using coffee lids like, like, like Frisbee disc. Get, get out of here. <laughs> and I, and I actually nicked her and I, and I ended up feeling really bad. I was like, well, I'm not trying to physically no, harm fuck you. that bitch. Good for you. You're actually reaching over for the cash. Don't take one. money from Jim Morton's. That's a poor. <laughs> I'm, I'm already being screwed over. My, my shift supervisor's taking money from my tail. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to let I'm you I'm already 10 bucks in the hole. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez, guys. I'm already 10 bucks in the hole. You think maybe I could just keep the get, get back? Zoinks. <laughs> Jesus, man. Oh, my God. So we're going to switch it up here. We're going to get into some uh, car accidents and ticket talk and all that stuff. So that's oh, what we're going to Oh, yeah. I got a good one. Okay. So we're, we're actually going to get into uh, car accidents and ticket talk and all the other fun, expensive mishaps that happen with cars and you being a mechanic i'm sure you have a kajabagillion stories i have a lot of stories i i, I have too many stories to waste a people's time stories. i have uh, <laughs> i don't know it might be a trifectillion of stories but i don't want to be one of those guys holes that's just trying to one-up everybody but yeah uh working in automotive you literally learn everything the hard way like every time i stop to an apprentice and i say hey make sure you or make sure you do this. Like every make sure is, I fuck, I spent a whole day. Hey, make sure you start that axle nut by hand. Do you know why? Because I didn't by hand and I had to spend a whole fucking day re-threading the CV shaft because I'm a moron, okay? You know, that's the kind of shit that just makes it, you know, you learn all the lessons the hard way. I imagine it's no different no matter what trade you're in or whatever you're doing. So yeah, I, I don't want to bore you with all I've, my stories. Yeah, I've, I've had a lot of that even uh, being a cleaner. Uh, the, the amount of uh, goofs and gaffes that I've had and had to tell the next person that I'm training like, oh, don't do this because I did it and it totally screwed us out of money. So don't do this. We don't want that to happen. We only want to make money for this company. So... I'm going to start off uh, the car accident talk. And so I'm, I'm going back. I'm going back in the day. My best car accident stories are from when I was like 15 <laughs> and 16 too. So have well, at her, bud. Well, this actually wasn't even me. So like I was, I was learning how to drive with my G1. And uh, my mom and I, we were headed somewhere. And I was like, oh, mom, can I drive? I'm like, please. I'm, I'm getting pretty good at it. And she was like, mom, mom, can I drive? And she was like, uh, no, Mark, I'm still better than you. I've been driving for like 30 years. You were in my belly and I was doing race car driving. Okay. So no. And this specific trip, we were driving down a Roslyn road and just at Roslyn square, there were a bunch of flags up, uh, somewhere in the plaza and she got distracted by the flags and she ended up just driving over an island <laughs> on the same time that she's like, no, I've been driving for like 30 years. I'm better. In- <laughs> I'm like, oh, I thought you said you were better. Shut up. Shut up. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> no tire blowout? No, no damage? No, no, no. Could but have been a very big a, island. It was a Saturn, so you could definitely hear the bottom of it passing oh, over there. Okay, I, okay, I'm going to stop. I'm a quick, quick. Saturns? Some of the greatest vehicles ever made. I swear to God. I've had six, 
I had an SC1, SL2, all that shit, all those coupes, all the little two-door, three-door ones, all the four-door ones. I owned a bunch of them. Those were 1.9-liter Mitsubishi motors in a GM body with GM chassis <laughs> and GM McPherson struts and GM everything. It's like the most genius idea. So, yeah, those are amazing. I had them in, all of them in five-speed, too. So, Saturns were so good. When they killed Saturn in 2009, I swear to God, I cried. <laughs> when I had my cast, when I broke my arm, there was a Saturn symbol someone drew on it. My ex-wife drew on it for me because I'd had so many of them. Yeah. They were my favorite. So, yeah, GM, man, bring the Saturns back. Bring the Spring Hill, Tennessee plant back, bro. So, fast forward a couple of years. And I say a couple of years because when I had my G1, they, they screwed up. So, like, at, a month after I got it, they ended up canceling it on me. As Like, I had an expired G1, like, a month <laughs> after I got it. I was like, what the fuck? Thanks, government of Ontario. So, so they fixed it, but now I had, like, a... A five-year expiration date on a G1. I was like, "Isn't this supposed to be like the G2?" Like, what? What? Anyway, so I had that for a while, and when I went for my G2, um, I, I was pretty good at driving my mom's car at this point. So it got to the point where, like, okay, Mark, you, you're gonna have to get your own car. I'm like, I'm, I'm game. I'm gonna get my own car. And my first car that I got was a 2001 Hyundai Accent. All right, you know, I'm gonna be honest with you. Hyundai Accents are cheap. Easy to fix, little shit boxes that are great on gas. You know, you, your feet might go through the floorboards after four or five winters if you don't rust proof that little piece of shit. But to be honest, they're pretty. They're pretty all right. But Hyundai does stand for hope. You understand nothing's drivable and inexpensive. So don't forget. <laughs> so this well, portion of Shotbot is brought to you by Kia. Too bad it's a Kia. Not officially. <laughs> 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 it's a family guy reference, but yeah, anyways. <laughs> so when I first got this 2001 Hyundai Accent, before I actually got the car, uh, we I ended up getting a loaner because there was work to be done on it. So they were doing the work on it and they gave me this. What'd you call me? A loaner? Oh, fucking <laughs> this guy. I come on this fucking <laughs> podcast and he just shit stalks me the whole time. Yeah. <sighs> so I ended up getting this loaner. So, okay. So back up right before I actually got the loaner, uh, it was a weekend up right around the time uh, the Devil's Rejects came out. Okay. And I was making plans to go see (laughs) the movie The Devil's Rejects with some buddies from work. And so we actually went out to see The Devil's Rejects. And then I was driving driving my mom's- Is this not 1996 we're talking (laughs) about right now? No, no, no. It wasn't 96. Okay. I thought that movie came out in like 96, 97. Um, House of a Thousand Corpses was first, and The Devil's uh, Rejects was the sequel. Okay, you're right. Okay, never mind. Okay. So, on the way back from The Devil's Rejects, I pull over to the side of the road, put my four ways on to let, uh, to drop off one of my passengers who came with me to see the movie. And this nice, I want to say it was a minivan beside me. Yeah, it was a minivan beside me. Uh, stops, sees my four ways on and decides to ask this, this woman inside decides to ask like, Hey, is everything okay? And I was, yeah, I'm just uh, dropping off a buddy here. And as I'm saying, yeah, I'm just dropping off a buddy. Another minivan comes from behind her and crashes into her backside. And I was oh like, Oh my God. Oh, um, I, okay. Hang on. Did she stop in the middle of a lane to say, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I pulled over to the side of the road. So I'm not going to say that stopping to see if you were okay was 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 a if bad she idea. Pulled over in front of me, but it was me, a stupid idea. Yeah, if she pulled she over pulled in front, up of, me, in front yeah. of you, yeah, which she didn't do. Instead, she just and it was traffic. late and dark. Yeah, and like, you were in like, the country. No, no, it, no, no, no. Is in, no. This, in town. This, yeah, this was at uh, Roslyn and Wilson. Okay. And fuck though. So, I mean, it, it's actually kind of both their fault. So, yes, the one woman was blocking the lane, but... The, but easily could have gone around. Yeah, easily could have gone around, but the van behind her still just kept going. <laughs> Didn't... Oh, hit her and then just drove off. No, no, hit her, pulled up, and they kind of talked about it. And so I was like, well, do you want me to stick around while we call the cops and, and sort this out? Because I'm kind of a witness and kind of the reason... She kind of stopped. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. What do I'm, I do? Yeah. What do I do? So, and ladies, if you're ever wondering what it's like to be in the the brain of a man, it's pretty much what's what we're describing right now. Just us going, what do I do? <laughs> what do I do? And then, so they were like, okay, well, no, we don't want you to stick around. I was like, okay. So I ended up driving back to my place. They said which, they don't want me to be which here, wasn't, so what do I do? <laughs> which wasn't that far from we're, we're going to call this the scene now. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. So I end up going back uh, at the time I was living with my mom and I was like, Hey mom, there was, there was an accident. Hey mom, around, what do I do? <laughs> there was an accident around the corner and like, this is what happened and this is how it happened. She's like, Oh shoot, Mark, why'd you leave? I'm like, they told <gasps> me. Yeah. I left because they, <laughs> <laughs> they told me. I said, what do I do? <laughs> Nobody answered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, of course, we ended up, uh, my mom was like, well, we should go back and check. So, we go back and check, and they're gone. So, obviously, they weren't going through the, the official channels <laughs> of doing things, even though, like... I love this story. <laughs> this girl just rear-ended this other woman. It was like, oh, okay. So, anyways, my buddy that I was dropping off, like, witnessed all that and was like, oh, crap, okay. And then he just kind of left. And this was on a Friday night. The Saturday, I ended up getting my loner. And I ended up driving her to Port Perry for something, or Port Hope for something. And Probably for illegal native cigarettes. <laughs> uh, no, it wasn't. It wasn't for that. It, uh, Didn't you smoke back then, though? Yeah. I yes, did. accurate. <laughs> Look at me go. I do listen. I do listen. <laughs> yeah. Don't tell me I don't. So at this time, in the car, there was uh, my son's mother and my son, who was just a, a wee little bean sprout in the back seat in in his car seat. Oh, I so we drive out to Port Hope, and as we're coming back, I'm getting off the off-ramp at, uh, at Harmony, and as I'm trying to get off this off-ramp, the brakes lock as I'm getting off the off-ramp. <laughs> sliding, I slid right into a... <laughs> and I was like, what the, I'd like, what the fuck? This, this was my first incident that I've ever ha- had behind the wheel, and... The, the girlfriend there, she, she was just like, oh, my God, look at Ethan. And I, I looked back at Ethan, the baby, in the back seat, and he's, he's trembling. <sighs> you like ruined his, your kid. His Good en- fucking job, bud. His entire body was trembling, and that, that instantly made me break down in tears. I was like, oh, oh my God. Fuck your kid up. So, so we Come up, on, Mark. So we had to call the cops, and uh, the cops get there, and it's like, yeah, you can't drive this. The bumper's fucked, blah, 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 blah. We have to call on the tow truck. It's like, okay. I would have fucking put that bumper in the trunk and drove the fuck off. Sorry, so we called in, <laughs> called in the tow truck, and then I called the car company with, with, uh, that gave me the loaner, and I explained everything that happened to him. And he's like, okay, if the brake's locked, it's not your fault. So 
you have nothing to worry about. We'll take care of it. The tow truck that showed up, the company that showed up, they have an account with us. You don't have to worry about the tow. This isn't your problem. This is our problem. I was like, that's kind of nice. That was amazing. Yeah, the, this car salesman that that, that actually uh, helped me uh, get my car was an amazing guy. Nice. Like even maybe like eight months after I got the car, he was sending me a Christmas card. He's like, hey, man, I hope your family's doing well. And I was like, yeah. oh, that's, well, that's fucking amazing. Thank you. I used to, yeah, I've I've had some uh, mentors and, and mechanics that I've worked really closely with, usually older guys, right? Because like I'm only 34, so most of my auto career uh, before I started my own business was in my 20s. So I was always the young guy attached to the older guy trying to like, and they used to love it because I was like a sponge, just absorb all the knowledge that I could <laughs> from them, right? So, um it's weird now for me because like I've got this Adam guy and I've had Liam, another apprentice of mine. I've had a bunch of, this is like the fourth or fifth fucking guy now, but it's weird when they're the Alex, you know what I mean? Yeah. They're the sponge and they're just like, how does a Valvetronic motor actuate the intake Alex? And I'm like, Oh, I remember when that was <laughs> something I wanted to know, you know? And yeah. you're like rock hard thinking about it. You're like, when you're, when you're that age, you're just like, Oh, how does this work? You know what I mean? It's yeah. really, really kind of interesting. It's fucking weird. Growing up is weird, man. Oh, it definitely is. God, car accident stories. Um, so hang on. So I get back to work on the Monday okay. and I see my coworker there and he's like, Hey man, so, so how how'd the accident go? And I was like, well, which one? <laughs> and he's like, wait, what? <laughs> there was more than one. So I explained him what happened. He's like, holy fuck. I was like, well, what? like it wasn't the brake. It, they locked. Like it wasn't my fault. Like I, like I couldn't, I couldn't do anything once the brakes locked and I was just sliding into the sign. There was nothing else I could do. <laughs> I've flown into a couple signs. Uh, can't, can't, can't like flown, can't like hit like the top side of the sign. <laughs> um, I flipped a curb and took out a sign with my car, Saturn, and it landed uh, after the flip on its main, you know, right side up. And I started it and drove across the street, <laughs> you know, so I could figure out how many holes were in the car. But like, yeah, I've had a couple of those. Um, oh, Something on the level of what you're talking about. When I was 15, probably, I guess. No, I guess you got to be 16 to get your license, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's 60. It's fresh. Three weeks. Um, After I got my, whatever, the one where you can drive on your own, I'm driving a 90... An 80, no, no. So the first car I got was an 86 Delta 88, okay? It was Pimpmobile. I got it for 400, <laughs> I got a 400 box, huge, blue, massive Pimpmobile, spongy ass suspension. I bought it, couldn't afford to insure it because I was 15 when I bought it. So I was driving it around, 15 <laughs> years old, illegally. I don't care, I'm admitting it. I'm admitting it right fucking now. I don't give a shit. I was 15 driving around. I didn't go far, just hung around the South End. You know, we threw an old set of plates on it that you know were from some other car that was sitting around near the garage. Yeah. And we would, you know, Wilson and um, Wilson and Bloor. There's a bunch of auto mechanic shops there, so that's where I would park it. So I go down and we get it and we putter around and think we were cool. And then one day, um, I showed up and it was gone. Someone stole it. And one of my buddies felt so bad for me that he gave me for free a 94 Cavalier that was so right. It was I loved Cavaliers. Man. And it was the, but it was the aqua Marine color that yeah. blue, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, that yeah. Disgusting. Yeah. And it was a 94 <laughs> and it was so rotten and disgusting that me and my stepdad kicked the bumper off with our feet, our fucking <laughs> shoes. We just kicked it and it fell off. So we had the, I spent about two and a half grand of money I'd saved up as a kid fucking doing Dickie D and selling pogs and all this other bullshit and doing newspaper routes. So I, I used this and I spent two grand getting this car and a safety, I got a safety all that. It was that rotten 
three weeks into it, I'm coming down Highway 2, heading out down Whitby, and this kid who's driving with a G1, and he's doing a drug deal. He pulls out in front of me, and I'm, you know, young. Probably, I bet you today I could have avoided the accident, but at the time, slammed on the brakes, and pan- slammed on the brakes, panicked, smashed into him, um, and then he, ru- he literally gets out of the car and runs to a van that he was trying to follow and gives them a big bag of something. So, right, yeah, so it was so obvious at the time. So then I, I see this, and he's, this kid's coming back to the car. And yes, I'm admitting a, several felonies that I've been found uh, not guilty of, all right, <laughs> in this story. <laughs> so the kid's running back to his car, and I attack him. I am like, you've ruined my car. You've, 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 you, you're in the middle of a drug deal. And he's like my age. He's like a kid that's like 15, 16, or whatever the fuck. So I jump on him, like run, like run, two, three, jump in the air, one shoulder on each, on our, one knee on each shoulder land on the concrete and I start feeding him the left and right bud. And this giant 300 pound lady from once upon a child, which is the reselling kids clothes store. That's right in front of the accident comes out and pulls me off this kid and shoves me between her boobs and goes, it's going to be okay, honey. You're going to be okay. Everything's going to be okay. You're going to be fine. You just need to calm down. The police are on the way. Right. And this kid's laying on the ground with this fucking missing tooth <laughs> and the police shot. Now it was sweet because he got charged with, um, careless, I got some good insurance money out of it. Everything worked out. They didn't press. Nobody pressed any charges or nothing. But uh, it was pretty fucking hilarious that how that scene all unfolded. That was my first car accident. I'd never been in one before that. And it was like, I couldn't drive for about three weeks after. Even as a young guy, I was like, I couldn't get in the car because I was just like, I'm going to hit. I was scared I was going to hit somebody. So for those of you that heard that entire story and had the, the question on your brain, what's a Dickie D? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to tell you, it's like an ice cream cart on a bike <laughs> okay i got held up at knife point on my dicky d but bike when i was 14 twice the second time it happened i quit the first time it happened i swear to god i looked the kids right in the face 14 years old and i said you're gonna have to fucking gut me for this money so I suggest you start, right? And they didn't. They just beat me up and took it. But but I was like, I was pretty, I was like, no, nah, no, nah, not today, right? But it, did, it didn't work. They didn't take any ice cream, though. So I went back with a full load of ice cream at least. But yeah, fucking anyways. So yeah, I um I had a good time being a Dickie D. That was a fun job. Yeah. Yeah, 13-year-old girls chasing you around going, so how old are you? And you're like 14. They're like, oh, cool. <laughs> so... Fast forward from the time that I had the loner and, and now that it's no longer on the road because the brakes locked, the bumper came off. It is now in an impound somewhere until it gets fixed. I finally get my car and I am excited. My very first car. And it's what? What is you so excited to drive? A 2001 Hyundai Accent. Right, right, right. In, I, in what color was it? Was it that pissy brown, that no, ugly gray or no, the dumb black? It was navy blue. Navy blue. Right. Yeah. Okay. So if you just don't wash it, black. (laughs) But uh, so I ended up taking out my brother to uh, Magnetic Hill. For those who don't know, we're in this, in the town of Schwa. If you take take Ritson Road all the way up towards Purple Woods, there is a section of the road. So we're talking north of Highway 7, yeah. north of Raglan Road, just yeah. past Raglan Road. Yeah. Yes. And then there's the tracks. 
Just before the tracks. Just before the tracks? Just before because the tracks. Because I'm telling you, if you go past those tracks and you park to the left and you go in the woods a little bit, perfect bang spot. Nobody will <laughs> ever find you, bro. Okay, so Magnetic Hill, Take though, that to the bank, is kids. just before the tracks where you'll see the road is on a decline. And if you sit on the road with your car in neutral, you'll find you, you're going backwards. Roll back. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. That's a big hill. I've... Oh, my God. We are... Sometimes we have talks. Okay, I'm not going to lie. Um, I was driving a BMW X5 that I'd had for a few months and I was having a really bad time in my life. It was winter, so it was snow, fresh snow on the ground. I remember driving to that exact spot, not far from those tracks, pulling over to the right side of the road and just breaking down, like having one of those girls. I don't think a lot of people know that guys do this, but uh, we pull over and we blast something and we have our, our emotional moments in the in the vehicle. It's the best, it, but it's the it safest does place. It yeah, does yeah, and I, I did that. I had to pull over and have one of those like, you're either going to hang yourself or you need to change some shit in your life moments, you know, and sat there right at that spot on a night. It was beautiful. You know, when the sun comes in yeah. that the, the, all, the snow was all pure white. So the sun coming down, it was so bright and pretty. It's such a cool, like nice spot to go chill. Yeah. And especially in winter because it's maple syrup season and all that. And I just went up and I just chilled there and had to listen to tunes. That was a, it was a good vibe spot. So anyways, so I just got in my car, I took my brother to uh, magnetic Hill and the sun's starting to go down. I was like, Oh, okay. Sun's let's, going down. Big guy. Let's pop the headlights on. Okay. The lights on the dash. Okay. No. They're on. Now they're off. Oh, Okay. It's getting real low. <laughs> okay, now the lights on the dash, they're on. Oh, now now they're off again. What the what is going on? The okay, alternator's dead. And no, the alternator wasn't dead. Oh. Uh, and then they're off. And I was like, what the f-? so I called the dealership and I was like, something's up with my Bad car. Bad connection on the negative. There was something going on. I think it Ghosts. had to do. <laughs> I think hey, uh, excuse me, uh, Mr. Smith, come here. Uh, you can see right here, if you look, uh, you've got ghosts in your car right here in the intake manifold. There's several spirits uh, haunt. We don't know what the fuck they want, but we we're just curious if maybe, uh, you know, you'd heard some, ooh, while you're driving. So it, so it ended up being a, a fuse box. Something wrong with the fuse box. That Okay, now it's funny you say this because... In mechanic language, that means ghosts. Like you could <laughs> fuse boxes have a thousand wires yeah. going into the bottom of them. Every single electronic item on your vehicle meets at the fuse box so that you the car doesn't catch fire. Fuses are meant to break so that things don't get overheated and small amounts of electricity can control larger amounts of electricity through relays. So those are all in that box. And so to if the problem's in the fuse box, that's like if somebody's like uh, you know, you go to the doctor and they're like, What's wrong with me? They're like, Well, it's your brain. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, uh, so what do we do? I can't get a new one. And I know you guys aren't very good at fixing these ones because otherwise you'd be able to make one. So, uh, what do we do? Like, well, we don't know. We're going to poke around in there and hope for the best. That's what you do with a fuse box. So that's, Chase ghosts. so that's exactly what it was. So I now didn't have my car for, I want to say close to two weeks. And I was like, well, I just got, I just got the thing. And what? Durham region transit just don't fucking cut it. No. <laughs> so I was driving my mom's wheels again for, for a Which was? A PT cruiser. Oh, oh, I'm going to be honest with you because you were waiting for your Hyundai accent to get back to you. I was like, whatever you, your mom's driving is going to be better than whatever that piece got to be better than the accent. But let me fucking tell you, I would rather have a limb removed than drive a PT cruiser or, or at least we used to call them PT losers. As, as McKay, I'm telling you, they're the one of the ugliest, dumbest, shittiest little boxes of fuck on four wheels I've ever seen. And they're still out there, though. Some yeah. people still think they're actually worth putting money into you crazy people <laughs> anyways that's yeah i'd be rushing to me fix my car so i could get out of this thing so two weeks later i get my car back and then i'm at work and uh i'm on lunch and i walk by my buddy's car and he honks his horn at me and i was like oh you know 
I've never heard the sound of my horn. I wonder what my heart, my horn sounds like. So I get in my car. I know what my I, horn sounds and like. And I press down my horn, and all I hear is, I'm like, what the? F- you need a horn to pass safety. How do I have a car? Wait, let me try this again. He's not wrong. You do need a horn to pass safety. That's not a horn. <laughs> Call up the company. Yo, fix the fucking horn. How do I have this on the road already? So I take it back, drive a mom's wheels again. <laughs> How hard is it? To, they could have put a horn on as soon as you got there. They're like $30 at Canadian Tire, and they're usually right in the bumper. They're so easy to do. I could actually probably record an episode of this show while replacing the horn on your car. Well, I just feel easily. like I just feel like if they're safetying the car for me to drive, oh, no, which you're, they you're do. not wrong. Safe. Uh, okay, so here's the weird thing. Safety's got, we don't give a fuck about your motor. We don't give a fuck about anything, really. There's very small things. Windshield got to be good. Wipers got to be good. Um, ABS, if it if you have it, it's got to do its job. If it's overworking or underworking, leaks or heavy leaks or sweats like dripping. No, um, but that's it really. Like that, you know what I mean. Horns got to work. Um, no brake issues whatsoever. Pulsating, grinding, anything like that. So if you're driving and you get a little pulsation in the pedal, they should have done your rotors. Like there's that's part of safety. Like you can't have any of that shit. So I love when people do that. They'll say, "I just bought this car." And I'll say, okay, how long ago? Two weeks ago. Okay, okay, so you bought this two weeks ago. Okay, two weeks, two weeks, two weeks. How many kilometers do you keep driven in two weeks? 30? Okay, okay, so you haven't done a lot. Um, <laughs> did they safety it when they sold it to you? Yes. Okay, okay. And now the fun <laughs> begins. Well, and then you go underneath and you're like, so you have like three millimeters of brakes, illegal. Four thirty seconds of tread on your tires, illegal. You know what I mean? Like it's certain, you gotta be really, it's, it's a specific list of shit. It doesn't really matter if it's if the car sound if you start the car it's like <gasps> we don't care doesn't matter still safety doesn't matter as long as it's not leaking oil like a motherfucker and the brakes are at the, that right number and your winch and you don't have a tear in your wipers like the list of things that are supposed to be done is such a dumb specific list but horn is one of them so y'all fucked up so I I had another uh, I had a Ford Focus wagon one time when I was trying to when I was trying oh to, my god the one I. Dude, when I was trying two to two liter single overhead cam, yeah, two thousand three, four, five, or one two, two thousand one, two three, four. It was a four, a four. Okay, so it had the silver grill, silver grill, but still that's body shape from two, three, and four. Same yeah. body, same. It literally looked like uh, I don't. I thought it looked like um, the Jetsons fucking is boy Elroy. <laughs> you know their little mobile. It kind of looked yeah. like that, but yeah. in a car because it was like. I don't know, I'm imitating the way the car looked right now. And nobody can see it but Mark, but I'm doing a great job. <laughs> so I went to get this safety. And when I got it, I mean, it, it had its issues. But I fixed most of the issues. And when I went to get the safety, the regulators in the back windows didn't work. So the back windows didn't go down. So I Nobody took, needs back windows. So I took this Pussy. to a dealership in Oshawa located at uh, Park and Gibb. And oh yeah, <laughs> fuck those guys. Honestly, and uh, and he's like, I used to work at that place. And he's like, oh, the the back windows don't go down. And I was like, no, they don't. He's like, yeah, so we're not going to safety your car. I was like, but but by by CAS, by CAS, the Canadian Automotive Standards, the back windows don't have to function because they're in the back. They don't have, and, and you're not going to safety. And like, Technically, as long as the locks work and the latches work. Yeah, the that's all fun. that fucking matters, honestly, because you can kick the windows out in an emergency. They're meant to be kicked out if you're inside the car or breakable. You know, yeah. that's why they're on an angle. Anyways, yeah. 
Um, but this is the problem with the automotive industry in, I mean, I might get a little ranty right now, but it's, it's not, well, it's not regulated. I, and I'm an anti-government guy. I'm a hey, right. Your ranty side is showing. I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I'm a, I'm a right wing libertarian kind of dude. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like that's kind of where I sit with a lot of things, you know, with a lot of my views. So it's weird for me to say we need more government in that part of the world. And it, it's not normally, not something I normally say, but we need more regulation in automotive because they bought, they brought this thing in called the Ontario college of trades and they regulated our licenses and they used to go to shops and make sure everybody had a, either an apprentice card or a, or a license card. It, you were one or the other. If you weren't an apprentice or a license guy, then why the fuck do you work here? And they started doing like break, getting down and charging people and trying to make it so that you had to be, know what you were doing to work and then it all fell apart right before COVID and they yeah. just dropped it. We need regulation to keep because you'll go to one shop and they'll say, I'm not safetying this because of um, what was it we were just talking about that, that with yours? The rear window. The rear windows lights. won't go down. But you'll go to another shop and they'll be like, yeah, I don't give a fuck as long as the locks work. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's like, well, I thought this was across the board. What the fuck? You know what I mean? It's got to be like that. Like you need, it's like brand recognition. Like when you go to McDonald's and get a quarter pounder in Oshawa, or you get a quarter pounder in Ottawa, or you get a quarter pounder in fucking Brazil. It's a quarter pounder. And I think, oh God, it would be amazing if auto was like that. If they could yeah. regulate pricing alignments, 80 bucks, no deviation. You don't get to be an asshole that charges 300. You are 80. You know what I mean? It'd be nice to see that kind of regulation, I think in our trade, but it'll never happen because this country has bigger issues right now. <laughs> so I mentioned, uh, I mentioned the G1. I mentioned the G2. So when I, by the way, okay, I got to interrupt. I'm sorry. If you're listening and you don't live in Ontario, we have the most craziest, most <laughs> fucked up, retarded, stupid transportation system on the planet for how you get your license. It's really weird and it costs shitloads of money and it requires three years to get your full G. So it starts with a G1, which is a written test. You don't actually ever have to get in a car. If you pass that, I can get three questions wrong on a 30 or 40 question test or 50 question test you're allowed, uh, that's your learner's permit, which means you're allowed to get in a car with another person that's properly licensed and drive around between certain hours and you can only go so fast and you can't go on the highway. Then after a year of that, you're allowed to apply for your G2, which means you're allowed to drive a car on your own and that requires a driving test where you don't go on the highway and they try to face fuck you by getting you to parallel park <laughs> or they try to face fuck you by telling you to pull your emergency brake and turn the wheels a certain way when you park on a hill, which nobody fucking remembers how to do, but they try to get you. Anyways, if you remember those two things, you'll probably pass. Oh, and 10 and 2. Yeah, 10 and 2 for Christ. Everybody sake. forgets that one. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. Um, ten, I'm with that. I'm with that. I've driven BMW M6s at 230 kilometers an hour. I don't. <laughs> okay, just don't drive it. I don't want to. I don't want to talk about how, why, when, or where. But I've done it. And on, on on a track, I've been on a track with some of them. But I've also done it at other points. And and I'm gonna be honest. Like you, ten and two is fucking serious yeah. when you're going when you're when you're driving yeah, so real just style. Don't go, just don't go real style. <laughs> you can probably just put your thumb on the six o'clock if you're if you're go puttering to K, to Circle K. Um, but anyways, and then after you've had your, uh, your G2 for, I think it's uh, one again, year, one, one year. year, you're allowed to go back and you do a highway test, uh, for where they get, put you on a 400 series highway, which is our main, you know, multi interstate highways. It's the Canadian version of interstate highways. And, uh, they take you out for that. And then you get your full license. And each one of these tests and series costs 
about a thousand dollars, you know, 800 for the fucking schooling, 200 to $300 to go in and write the test and get the paperwork. And then you got to pay $50 for the holographic license. And then you got to get, and that's before the car insurance company takes you in a back alley, bends you over without lube and goes, <laughs> Oh, I need a thousand dollars for first and last. You little bitch because you're 18. Oh, and you're like, no, please. I'm 18. I don't have any money. I'm trying to start my life. I'm like, I don't fucking care. You're going to pay more because you're young and stupid. <laughs> when that's done, that PTSD is over and you walk out of the alleyway crying and sore and limping and you go, okay, you give them the thousand dollars for your first and last. If you're lucky, that's a lucky number. Okay. And you're paying like fucking four or $500 a month to drive whatever you're driving. Then you can drive and you're good to go. That's what it takes to drive in Ontario. So it's a lot of fun. Sorry. So, so during, so during my G test, the test for my G at this time, did you find your G spot while you were doing your G test? Definitely did. So I was driving on the highway, in my Hyundai accent, who's... Which means it's shaking like a motherfucker. Which is funny that you say that because <laughs> my transmission... No, my transmission... My, my transmission was slipping at this time. For my Automatic? G-test. Automatic? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so he's on the highway and he's like... <laughs> So, yes, this was happening. Are you sure it's safe to drive this? And I was just telling the driving instructor, who, by the way, was training some new driving instructor who was sitting in the back seat. <laughs> so there's two people in the car now. Yeah. And I'm no like, pressure. And I'm like, I'm so, so sorry. I, I'm so sorry. And they're like, don't worry. You're actually driving really well right now. Like, you're not panicking that this is happening, even though you're under a lot of pressure. Even though you should be. <laughs> And, and, I, and I passed out that I was like, oh, thank God. And then I went out and you got, got Okay, hang on. You got your G on your first try. Yeah. Good for you. I got all mine on my first try too, but that's rare. You don't hear that. A lot of people had to rewrite. A lot of idiots out there. <laughs> Just saying. If you had to rewrite anything that's government related, related, okay, you need to seriously think about your life. <laughs> so earlier I mentioned this. That includes Wemis. If you've ever failed a Wemis test, you shouldn't be allowed to leave the house. <laughs> Or procreate. <laughs> so earlier I spoke of this woman named Jessica from the call center who uh, was kind of jealous of me that I was able to kind of win over my class. Fucking Mark. Oh, my God. Everybody thinks Mark is so cool. Fucking Jesus. I don't, I don't even. Uh, why? Like, why? Like, ugh. anyway. So by the end of that training period, uh, we ended up becoming friends, actually, after all. You know, Mark, you know what? He's not so bad. You know, <laughs> he said that thing that one time. It was really nice. And then the other day, I needed help with my homework because I was late when I came in. And he didn't, he vouched for me. So, you know, he's not so bad. It ended up, uh, she ended up having, like, just relationship issues and going almost. My boyfriend pretty, pretty psycho. hurts me and I don't like it. So Mark, I, will you please like, let me cry She would shoulder? actually. So she would actually call me and uh, my friend Madison over. We'd go over there and we just kind of... Mark, Maddie, come over. I'm sad. And we would actually cheer her up. And Chris she, she ended up, again. in the end, th thinking that I was like the funniest person she knew, which was great. I, I enjoyed making her laugh. And the reason why I'm actually talking to her in past sense wasn't just because she's somebody Mark, in my legit, life. Mark, you're like the she, funniest person I know. She actually ended up committing suicide. Oh, and all of a sudden my funny montage monologue isn't so, you know what, Mark? Here's that, here's that time for that single piano note. Ding. I can't do the funny And everything just got serious. So, did you, okay, we le had, legit, did you see it coming? Legit. Was there ever moments where you were like, this bitch is a little bit dark? 
No. No. See, no, that's no. so. So, uh, with what I'm gonna, with what I'm about to say, this is actually what brought us closer as friends. Where she actually wanted to get out one time and just meet up and and kind of talk and vent, and she knew that I had the ability to make her laugh. So she's like, "Okay, what better person to go out and kind of like relax <clears throat> than going out with Mark and just getting him to make me laugh?" So we were going out to meet up for coffee. So instead of actually going out to meet up at a Tim Hortons, we ended up meeting up at a gas station. And from there, it was like, okay, well, whose who's car are we going in? And I was like, well, I don't know. She's like, well, I could drive. I'm like, well, so could I. And she's like, well, I just filled up on gas. I'm like, well, so did I. And she's like, well, I'm probably a better driver. And I was like, okay. Well, <laughs> now you have to prove this. <laughs> did either of you have a manual? What? Did either of you have a manual transmission in either of your vehicles? No. Well, there's no way for you to prove it anyways, but either way. <laughs> no, 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 no. There, there was a way. So listen to this story. I am. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> so we go to meet up at a Tim Hortons. And well, I mean, at this point, I'm actually in the passenger seat in her car. Uh, we drive to. And what's she driving again? Sorry, I need, I need all I the don't, visual I don't details. remember. I don't remember the, her, the car. Mark tells a story like an idiot. <laughs> So we pull into the parking lot for Tim Hortons, and as she goes to park her car, she ends up driving up over the curb. Ah! <laughs> what the? F- oh my god! What was that? <laughs> I don't know. Go back and look. Reverse. <laughs> it was a curb. Oh fuck! We better get out of here. Drive. Exactly. <laughs> 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 it only happened the one time. So she drove up over the curb and then back down. And then she parked her car and we get out and we see the line is directly under the center of her car. And then she hands me her keys and asks me to park her car. And I was like, I can do this for you. I will, I will give you all the assistance you need tonight. I will park your car. Ladies, why can't you park? <laughs> I just like, you're so good at everything. You're back. I'm going I'm I'm to be, be honest. You're better than us at everything. <laughs> everything like finding things cooking fucking thinking running shit it's women ceos are so much goddamn smarter than most of the men out there but that you but, not a, just, but you can't park okay and now i have a counter story for that so i have a buddy who as soon as he got his g2 we went to the mall there are men who can't park but there are more <laughs> of you that can't park so we went to the mall and he's about to turn into a spot. And I was like, yeah, that looks like a tight spot. You probably shouldn't pull into this spot. And he's like, no, it's fine. Shut up, Mark. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. I got this. This guy's going to tell me how to drive my car, though. So he pulls into the spot and he completely scrapes up one side of the car. I'm like, Sean, 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 Sean. And he starts panicking. So he backs up and scrapes back on the back side of the car, pulling this guy's taillight off. I was like, Sean, Sean, you just pulled off his taillight. Oh my God. So now I'm helping him panic. And so he starts pulling forward and he just so literally you're both in the saw- car going, oh my God, 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 oh my God. And he's like sawing into this guy's car back and forth. I'm like, oh my God. And then he just panics, stops, puts the car in park, calls his dad. His dad comes over, takes the car to that spot, parks it somewhere else, writes a note, leaves it on the windshield, leaves his insurance information, the number, and and says, okay. Okay, I got to once again visualize. So what kind of car did you fuck up? Um... Nice car, regular car, regular car. That's the right, like a fucking yeah. caravan or something. Regular car, right. and uh, this guy was driving just a station wagon. A station wagon. Yeah. Why don't they make station wagons anymore? They were. <laughs> I don't care. They're cool. I mean, 
They still do. They're just called hatchbacks now. It's true, but a, but a hatchback doesn't look like a station wagon. It looks like a hatchback. It's, it's different. Just, no, it's no, 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 no. A it's, Mazda three hatchback does, does not look like an Oldsmobile station wagon. No, it doesn't look like an Oldsmobile. The old, yeah, like I, but that's what I want. I mean, if you want like the boxy and the sharp corners, then yeah, you got to go back. I don't on need top. sharp corners. I'll take a modern looking station wagon. You can get a Ford Focus hatchback, which is the modern station wagon. When I get a Focus, I'm getting a Focus RS, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> do it right. Do it right. Um, next topic. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, another blunder that I had. So I waited too long only because trying to get the parts for this minivan that I was driving. I, I went out to get a minivan and everybody, the guy that I got it off of assured me that, oh, yeah, it'll, it'll be safety fine. It, it, and technically all the working parts in it were fine, but the rockers were too uh, too. Okay, fragile this, what was this the this wasn't the accent no this was a chevy venture oh god <laughs> okay so ventures are the same as montana's which are the same as uplanders right yeah. they're all the same shit yeah <laughs> so when i first got this i had the temporary sticker on it and i replaced what i needed to to essentially safety it but i still knew that i needed work on the body done so i was like yeah okay i'll get the, the work on the body done so i get the work on the body done and then when I'm ready to take it to get safety, the temporary stickers had expired on it. So I was like, okay, well. Um, so this is another fun thing about living in Ontario. Okay, this is I don't and I don't I, I don't know how this has st- is still a thing because when I was a kid, I remember being 15 or 16 and going, "Are you fucking kidding me? That doesn't make sense." And to this day, it's still there. Okay, when you go to the MTO, Ministry of Transportation of Ontario, to get your sh- stickers and shit. How are you getting to the MTO? You're going to drive the car, right? That's illegal. You can't do it. There's no way when you buy a vehicle to move it in any way, shape, or form at all legally in this province. You have to illegally get it wherever it's going until you go in and get the temp sticker. And if for any reason you can't get a safety, which is the piece of paper saying that it's, you know, like all that that shit I was talking about with the windshield and all that, like all that stuff is, is cert- or if the safety certificate you got has a spelling error or anything on it, and maybe you need a day or two to go get the, another cert from the mechanic, because shit happens, right? Ones become, I don't know. I've had E's become eights. That's the most common thing. You know what I mean? While you're waiting to do that, you're illegally driving everywhere because you don't, you don't, your temp, you can't get a temp sticker until you go in with that in with that safety paperwork. It's like funny it's, you should it's say so that, frustrating, dude. Like they literally set you up to fail. There is no way to do it, and then they, it's still like that to this day. So it's funny you should say that, Alex. So on my way to get safety, a mutual friend between you and I, I, I hatched <laughs> this devious plan where I'm like, hey, man, if you can just tailgate me. You know, I think it was the law of attraction that brought that, <laughs> it, but that, that brought this into play. Well, he totally said that. <laughs> so, um, uh, so this mutual friend, I was like, okay, you have to tailgate me to this mechanics place. And then... And I don't even... Was, he, was it the Durango he was in at that point or was it before the Durango? I, th- I think it was actually your, the work truck. Our work truck? Yeah. Oh, shit. The fucking Astro. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Anyways. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, no, no. You're, you're right. It was the Durango. It was the Durango. Yeah, it was, it was, the was Dur- Durango. Yeah, it was, it was a full-size cab in that Durango. Yeah. Dakota. It was Dakota. a Dakota. Sorry, Dakota, not a Durango. Yeah. It was a Dakota. Yeah, yeah. Durango sorry, my bad. SUV. Yeah, yeah. Dakota I remember him truck. driving. I remember him coming to meet, <laughs> hang out with me in Pickering, and it just pissing, cooling all over yeah. my driveway, my landlord yelling, and I was like, this is what happens when I let my friends who drive Chryslers come to my fucking house. So the worst thing about 
trying to drive this to a mechanic to get a safety is the first set of lights we come up to, there's a cop sitting across just waiting to drive on. And I don't know if they, they have like a scanner in their cameras now because instantly he flagged the car, even though the temp sticker was on the back, it was expired. But either way, he saw me, he ran the plates, and the second I turned the corner before our mutual friend was able to turn the corner, he pulled me over. And I was like, oh, man. Like, I'm telling you, I'm going to get the safety, like, right <sighs> now. Right now, I'm going to get the safety. Like, fuck's sake. Just, just let me go. And he's like, well, no, uh, I'm going to write you up. Uh, I, he's like, but I believe you. So what I want you to do is I want you to fight this ticket. So I was like, they, I'm telling you, it's a fucking taught tactic in the police academy. I want you to fight this and I'm on your side. It's a goddamn tactic. Don't buy that shit. It worked because I fought. It worked because you're stupid. <laughs> I fought the sorry, ticket. I didn't sorry. have to pay the ticket. Good for you. But honestly, <laughs> I've heard that so many times. And then I have cop friends that are like, yeah, they tell us to say that. <laughs> I was like, oh, really? Yeah. yeah it helps. Uh, it, it, it helps diffuse the situation. Um, Police pulling you over. Okay, so I've had police pull me over back in the day. And what they do is they get you to pull your e-brake and check your e-brake and make sure it works. They get you to do a whole bunch of different retarded things. And when they get you to do these retarded things, they're basically checking safety for you, right? But I've I've been to court where I've had to argue with them because... They'd pulled me over and they got me to do all, all this stuff. And then they're like, well, the car's not safe because of some something or the other. I think it was uh, how loud it was. <laughs> so when you're in court, I brought a mechanic. And this mechanic comes in and says, I've seen this car. It's fine. You're idiots. Here's my mechanic's license. <laughs> Fuck this. And they were like, okay, you win. And I got thrown out. So I was like, I want to be him. I want to be him. I want to be, I want to be that guy. So when I went to auto school, I went to Centennial <clears throat> and the Ashtabee campus, which is a, 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 an amazing auto school, by the way. If anybody's like, God, I don't want to be a promo guy. But if you ever want to be, if you actually <laughs> want to fix cars and it's like, you can make good money doing it. It's a lot of fun to be honest. Um, Centennial is the bet. Like, don't go to Durham. Don't go to these other places because you can, and you will graduate. But the people that work like the shops, and the dealers, they know where the good kids come from. The kids that know what the fuck they're doing. And Centennial's that place. They've got hands-on. They, they get product from trains that flipped over full of motors. Yeah. And transportation that's gone wrong. And faulty motors that have cracked blocks. And they send them to the school. You don't get that at other schools. So they know that you've, you're, book, you're book smart, but you're not hands-on when they hire you. So Centennial was dope. So I went to Centennial. And I one of my teachers was the, that court guy as well. And... Um, uh, he, he kind of like, I remember going up to him and being like, how do I, how do I, how do I be the guy who goes to court and goes, my professional opinion, you know, this car accident was not caused by negligence on this person's behalf. And uh, so that was kind of something that I was, I'm still to this day, like it's like in my back pocket. I'd like to do that or actually teach at one of the schools. I think I'd be good at that because I talk way too much. But anyways, yeah. Automotive <laughs> shit is fucking, I'm telling you right now, man, it's some of the most cool one of the cool some of the coolest people you're ever gonna meet some of the most fun you can have is like just like learning about car shit because everybody there's like a chill hey what's up man you just want to go outside smoke a joint and then come back inside and learn about compression cylinders yeah that sounds like a pretty fucking good idea you know what i mean <laughs> like everyone's pretty that just doesn't sound like a conversation for when you're high hey man you want to go outside and talk about whoa <laughs> do you think variable valve timing is superior to valvetronic or VTEC, or do you think they're equal <laughs> 
They're both pretty cool. So the ticket that I got, I had to fight because a big part of my job involves a lot of driving. So I have to have a clean abstract. So if you would need people to have a clean abstract to work for you, I have a special message for you. Fuck you. <laughs> That's just kind of like the labor laws of Canada, dude. If, if Fuck dri- those laws. <laughs> if driving are your fucking job. Everyone's got three points on their license. Leave us alone. <laughs> Leave us alone. Everybody did 80 on the way to work last March. Just fucking let it go. Sorry. I'm okay. You should obey the law, except when it's not convenient. <laughs> Scratch that. He didn't mean it. <laughs> so... I needed I need the clean abstract, so I had to fight that. So after I fought it, I ended up calling my employer, and I was like, "Hey, man, uh, good news! I beat the ticket. It's not on my record. Great." And he's like, "Oh, I wish I could say the same." And I was like, "Wait, what?" He's like, "Yeah, I just rear-ended somebody in my truck." I was like, "Oh, you you did the rear-ending?" Yeah. I was like, "Well, what happened?" He's like, "Yeah, it was stupid." And I was like. Cell phone. <laughs> if, is it, was that it? I, I don't know. You don't know? If, I he, don't if he know. said it was stupid, that's probably. And, uh, and I was trying to text Shannon and boom. And the person he hit wasn't insured. And oh. So the person he hit took off. And so I guess he ended up mucking out that way. <laughs> that's pretty dope. I had somebody do that. I, I hit somebody in the back once and they fucking drove off. Like I was like, I got out. Of, I stopped and was like, motherfucker. Click up into park, open the door. And I was like, I, I looked at the front of the car. It was that BMW X5. And I looked and I was like, nope, not a mark. Which I think it was just my license plate screws that kind of fucked their bumper up. And I got back in and moved on with my day. So there was one time I was in uh, a lane that ended waiting to merge because I had a yield sign. And there was a car of two girls behind me that just drove right into my bumper and I was like, wow, fuck. Luckily I was at a gas station, pulled into the gas station and these, these girls follow me in and they get out and they're like, well, okay, let's check out to see if there's let's any. Let's assess the damage. Yep. So we get out to assess the damage and I'm like, oh well, there's well a big crack in my, my, my bumper is completely pushed in. My so mother is going to <laughs> fucking kill me. Actually it was her father. So <laughs> she was actually driving her father's car and Instantly, I like I actually handled this pretty well. For I mean, most people, if they get hit, a lot of people, not most people, a lot of people, if they get hit, they can lash out, they can lose their cool and blow up on somebody. But accidents happen, you have to realize that accidents happen. Yes, it's not always a matter of somebody talking on their cell phone, sometimes the, the slightest distraction can happen. So, when she got out, she felt really bad, and I actually felt really bad for her. Rather than worrying about my bumper, I was like, okay, well, I'm sucker. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to deal with this regardless. So I was like, okay, well, I mean, we could go through, well, we definitely exchanged insurance information. And then at the time, I was like, well, I don't know if I want to report it. And then everybody I know was like, dude, report it. Because if there's any damage on her dad's car and she decides to report it and say that, oh, yeah, he backed up into me. You're fucked. I'm oh, fucked. So I was dude. like, fuck. Okay. So didn't I didn't think about that. So, all right, then I guess I'll report it. So I called her up. I'm like, your, just, your whole feeling bad thing. You need somebody to be like, Mark, freeze all motor functions. <laughs> Dial back empathy. 20%. The, the little angel and devil on your corner. It's like yeah. you're conscious. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. 
fuck this bitch. You should, <laughs> no, this poor young lady should probably just get a break. <laughs> Tell her that you won't call the police if she sucks your dick. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. That went from zero to 100 too fast. <laughs> Don't listen to him. <laughs> You're going to be up on three different felony charges if you listen to him. Well, it is the angel and the devil. You think that, really, you said devil. You didn't say just a bad dude. You said the devil, okay? <laughs> Yeah, but anytime you see like the devil in in the movies, if she's driving, you know she's older than eighteen, so it's game time. Yeah, but anytime you see the devil in the movies, and it has to do with uh, sexual misconduct, it's usually something bad happening to the guy from another guy. The devil's just not picky about who he who, who he violates. <laughs> so. Okay, all right. So, anyways, I, I called this woman up and I said, "Okay, I'm sorry, I have to report this." I'm going in to report it. And she's like, okay, cool. So she understood we were actually cool about everything. I reported it. And uh, I mean, nothing, nothing was done after that. I just ended up getting another car. It was another beater, by the way. Like I went from like beater to beater to beater to beater. And that was actually not wise. Like it was costing me a lot more money more frequently. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's because you, there are, you got a lot, there's lemons, a lot of lemons out there. Um, there's a lot of manufacturers and, some of them make shitty, 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 shitty cars, and some of them make really good cars. But they all make some good and bad. That's the problem. So you got to, like... That's why being a mechanic's not... It's not fun. It originally happened to me out of necessity. I got tired of forking out money for my fucking car when I was a teenager. And I didn't have a dad to tell me how to... Like, I had one. Like, I'm not Anakin Skywalker, okay? <laughs> I wasn't just fucking... Well, one day I was pregnant! You In know? a galaxy far, far away. Like, yeah, it wasn't like that, but... uh my dad moved out east, and so I was figuring a lot of the shit on my own, and it was costing me a lot of money to do it. So I kind of just started fixing stuff and learning stuff out of necessity, and that's when you start figuring out where the good ones and the bad ones are. You know, like somebody will be like, "Hey, I'm going to buy a Ford Focus." You know what I mean? Should I do it? And it's like, well, if it's a nine or a ten or an eleven, yeah, do it. If it's a twelve or up, don't fucking do it because they put a weird transmission in it that is always fucking up. And they don't want to pay to fix it because they've spent a lot of money uh, warranting the ones when they were young that fucked up. And now those cars are 10 years old and they don't want to spend that money anymore. That's a lemon. The focus after 12, you know what I mean? And the list goes on. You could, you know, then, then you get the good ones. Like the Civic. Everybody knows the Honda Civic. Honda Civic is the best selling car on the planet. The Ford Escape is the best selling SUV. And the... F-150 is the best-selling truck on the, pl like, planet-wise, not just Canada or any individual shit region, like an actual planet-wide. So that says a lot. Clearly, those are cars you could probably rely on or somewhat. But yeah, every, that's why it's best to call somebody and say, hey, I'm thinking of buying a Hyundai Accent. I'm thinking of buying um, uh, a Journey. You know what I mean? W w what should I do? Is it is it worth getting? You know what I mean? Just get some fucking advice. You know, bring somebody along to scan it and look at it so you don't end up being like Mark and going home with a fucking lemon that you sink all this money into. Sometimes a good car can be a lemon too, like... Um, but I, I have to say... What? Uh, when it comes to lemons, I mean, yes, you have to invest your time, uh, your money and time into them. So, I mean, you can... But they're cheap because most people know they're lemons. You get a lemon for a thousand bucks online. You know, yeah. 500 bucks, right? Yeah, and with that... If you have a buddy who can help you, you can actually learn 
a lot of ways to fix your shit. And it's actually very beneficial, very educational. I mean, I knew fucking nothing and I still kind of don't know nothing. But when I say kind of don't know nothing, that small little kind of means I know yeah. something. Well, you have a tool set in the garage. When I said I needed a T30, you're like, I think I have one the other day. And then sure enough, we found it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like that's whereas before you'd done that work, you wouldn't have known what the fuck or probably even had that kit, right? Because mm-hmm. you'd go to Canadian Tire like, this door is big. What do I get? Right. That's what I was like. Like before, like I remember, that's why I love it because I was 18 and I would, wouldn't know where to put washer fluid in my fucking car when I was 18 years old. Like I literally, I remember at my mom, I graduated and started at Durham college and I was driving that 92 blue ass Corsica and I would, it was a piece, it smoked and it stunk <laughs> and it had a $3,000 stereo in it. that just bumped. So I'd pull into DC with my, <laughs> You know, remember I go over the speed bumps, <laughs> but the fucking the system was just pop was just popping in this thing, right? Worth way more than the car, and yeah, you got to keep that. You got to keep them keep those beaters rolling. There's something about if you roll up in a new car, it says I don't know how to take care of my vehicle. If you roll up in a car that's a little bit older, that's that's running something that's you know what I mean. It says. I'm a man and I can take care of my car. I don't care what anybody says. It flat out gives you some brownie points. If you roll up and you're driving like a 2006 or four right now and it's running good and it looks okay, you're going to get more respect from people in general than you are rolling up in like your new Benz. Ooh, look at you. You can lease something. Congrats. (laughs) So I have this, uh, this random, just, just this random statement. I, I was thinking about one time when it comes down to certain brands of things that you can get. Now, Walmart, what they like to do is they like to buy companies. And then once they buy companies, they will cheap out on the materials to make uh, these companies just so that they can make a dollar off these things. So for, That's called capitalism. So for a while... When it came down to Rain-X wipers, when Rain-X wipers first came out, they oh, they, they were really good wipers Here when they go. first came out. Here we go. Then Walmart bought them. Right. So what I want to talk about, when it came down to Ra- Rain-X, when Walmart first purchased them, they were still pretty good wipers at first. And at the time, like I was like, okay, well, I'm going to cheap out and I'm going to buy the crappy tire, cheap-ass uh, Moto Master wipers. And so when I bought those <laughs> and I went to pick up my son... And it's raining, and I turn the wipers on, and they're all... I'm like, God damn it, man. These are brand new wipers, and they're making that sound. Fuck. <laughs> okay, so there's there's a bit of depth there with that, too. The problem is the Canadian Tire, no matter what its name, okay, is not Canadian anymore. They've been sold to an American company long ago, and when they did that, now I'm not going to, I'm not going to, uh, the Motomaster tires are still like best bang for your buck. They're yeah. cheap as fuck and they get the job done. I don't care what you say. Yeah. But um, outside of the tires, um, I'm, I buy a lot of Motomaster tools. I don't give a fuck how cheap they are because I just go get a new one. And that's the thing with those wipers. If you're not happy, go back and get more. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they're, so, they are cool with that. So at that time, it was but like, yeah, the money doesn't stay in Canada. It's going somewhere else. Yeah. So at that time I was like, fuck. So I ended up buying Rain-X wipers and did the trick. Well, semi-recently. I ended up buying uh, Rain-X wipers, and then I got that. I'm like, God damn it, Walmart. What have you done to Rain-X? You do that really well, by the what way. What have you done to Rain-X? And then, and then I was like, okay, well, now uh, Monomaster has these hybrid wipers. So let's try these hybrid wipers. And I tried. And, and, and then, did they run on a battery or something? 
No, 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 no. It, it's just Bad it's joke. just the different. Uh, it's the kind that fucking like block out ice from getting to. How much? All I, all I know is this: if I pay more than eleven dollars for a set of wipers, they better suck my dick while it's raining. Okay, <laughs> that's all I have to. I'm sorry. Was, fucking Jesus, man! It used to be six bucks for wipers, and they lasted you like five years back. Yeah, in the day. They, what they the were, fuck happened? They were uh, thirteen ninety nine, and the the shocking thing is. Yeah. Each? Yeah. Uh, each? Just get them in pairs. Remember when they came in a pack of two? Oh, yeah. What the fuck happened, man? <laughs> but these wipers lasted, and they lasted me, like, basically a, a year and change. The thing about Canada, too, is if you're an idiot, and, okay, oh, I have so many car advice things. We could, <laughs> I, I wish I'd made a, I should have a list. There's some things people do with their cars that, God, list, listen to me, please. I love engineering and physics, so I think about these things. You know you people that put your your wipers up so they don't freeze to your windshield? You just put them up. Don't! Stop! <laughs> okay? You're ruining the springs of your wipers. When you pull those springs up, you're, it's cold, so the metal is expanding. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's, it's all bad. Everything you're doing is bad, and then you slap them down, and now they've got no... Uh, the, the force that they can push, the actual force they use to push the wiper onto the windshield... You know what I mean? So that there's no gap between yeah. the rubber and the windshield. It's gone. It's, you've ruined it. You've killed it. In the first night, you do that. You morons. Please stop doing that. Just go out and scrape the ice off your wipers like a normal person the next day. Somewhere there's an auto insider saying, shut up, shut up, shut Jesus up. You're giving guys. away your secrets. Also, all these people with the click, click on the gas. Gunk, 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 gunk. Stop it! Your fuel pump is going to go. They're like $800. And then you're going to go, oh, what do you mean it's like $1,500? Stop it. Just fill your gas. And when it goes gunk the first time, take it out. Okay? When you when you finish in your girl, okay, do you gunk, gunk a couple times? No. You just pull it out and clean up, okay? So do the same thing with your car, for the love of God. You sounded like you swallowed your tongue on that one. That was me having a seizure. Pure. <laughs> it was my aneurysm right there. And then I swallow my tongue and then I come back out of it. Okay. So anyways, I could probably come up with more stuff. Change your oil on time. I, I, anybody who follows supersonic auto on Facebook, uh, that's my little company. Just at supersonic auto to it. Nine, nine, four, three, 11, 46. Um, uh, anybody that follows the, that follows me, I say all the time. I just posted a big video on a BMW. We did the top, uh, we took the top of the motor off and I bitched. I said, this is the Vanos. This is where all the oil goes. And when your oil is old, it ruins these and they're a thousand dollars each. You know what I mean? Like I'm always <laughs> preaching. I'm preaching. If you have a car, oh, this is another one, another one. You know, the little oil life, how it tells you like a hundred percent. It's a lie. It's all lies. <laughs> all, every manufacturer, I don't care who the manufacturer is, Mercedes, Volkswagen, Mazda, GM, all of them, they're all lying to you. Yeah. When that percent, that percentage is a lie. It's 100% a lie. It's not telling you, it's not, okay, all, all you people who think that it's measuring the oil and it's like, hmm, it's checking like how thick it is or how hot it is or how much dirt's in it. It doesn't do any of that. All it does is it takes the kilometers that you've driven and it takes the percentage and cuts it down based on how far you've driven change it early. You know what I mean? Just do it a little bit early and then you'll never have to pay somebody to dig into your motor to take all these solenoids and this bullshit out when it's at like 150K and it's just out of warranty. Change your fucking oil. Oh, it's only $30. Bah, I'm really busy. I gotta go pick up little Julie from fucking soccer practice and if I don't get there, then I'm gonna have to listen to the wife bitch about it. I don't care. Go change it. Are you gonna pay me like $2,000 to change your motor around? You know what? Don't change it because I need the fucking money. <laughs> Don't change it. Let it go. You let it go. You know what? If it says to change it every 10, change it every 15. There you go. There's my advice. And then when you come in to see Alex and he gives you a price, you're going to be like, oh, shit. 
<laughs> right? Right, guys? Anyways. No, but legit, I love giving advice in my little videos about how to do stuff. I did a window regulator. Yeah. On a Honda Element the other day, and I posted a video about how it works inside, and I had like four people message me, like, well, it's really informative. I always wonder what the fuck's going on in my window. And now you know, it's, it's very, pretty simple when you see it, but yeah, if you don't know, you don't know. So I love that shit, man. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Guess what month it is? It's currently. I want to say. Uh... Ghost month. Unsolved so, mysteries. So anyways, the next episode, we're going to get some scary shit going. Yeah, we're, we're going to talk about some ghosts. And we're not just talking about fuse boxes. No, not fuse box <laughs> ghosts. Real motherfucking ghosts. <laughs> I'm afraid of no ghosts. All right, everybody. I want to thank you all for tuning in. Remember, I'm Mark. And I'm Alex. And you were listening to The Shot Pod. Until next time, take care. And have fun. And take care of the fun you're having. And have some fun while taking care. Yes. 